Welcome to Garblag Games. This is Dark Heresy 1st Edition, and we are returning on the edge of the Emperor's Light. So, welcome back to episode 3 of On the Emperor's Light. I'm Lawrence, your Games Master. And in a moment, we'll go around and everyone will introduce themselves. However, before we do, as always, just a reminder that Garblad Games is available in many, many places. So please go and have a look. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Obviously, if you're already watching us, there are the podcasts available. And if you're listening, please go and watch YouTube to see the madness that occurs whenever we get together. Pete's also asked me to remind... Uh, everyone that we have the Patreon, uh, which has some interesting new things on it all the time. And of course, Pete has been very, very busy in the last week or so and has created his own rule set, Grimdark. As you do. As you do. Uh, which is very grim. <laughs> a bit dark. Which is uh, currently available. Parts, I think, are available on the oh, Patreon, Patreon at, yeah. at the moment. And will be generally uh, available on RPG Day on the 12th of June. Uh, and of course, there's Redbubble as well, if you're interested. And of course, our standard tags to our very, very good friends, the Thornless Rose, mm -hmm. whose Kickstarter is now live. Yeah, yep. This yep. Kickstarter is live and over 10,000 at the point of yeah. 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 Really well. So, uh, well... Good luck to them, and hopefully it keeps going really well. And, of course, a little plug to our friendly uh, musical maestro in the studio. Please go and have a look. <laughs> oh, you're pointing at me. I yeah. Pointing at the good lord <laughs> himself. The viewers at home. Yeah. <laughs> Please go and have a look. You've got some... I've had a look at some of your uh, musical stuff. It's really, really interesting stuff on there, so please go and have a look at that as well. Uh, so... Without further ado, starting on my left. How did you stop sitting here? <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. You, you've it's chosen it's... your place now. <laughs> Hello there. Uh, I'm John. I'm playing Gif Guderian, who is an Imperial Guardsman. I'm Mark. I'm playing Bug, who is a Tech Priest. I don't like this bit. <laughs> you're Hi, I'm Sam. I'm no. playing Galva, and my class is scum. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, I'm Roger. I'm playing Lex Fortis, and I'm playing an arbitrator. Hi, I'm Liam, and I'm playing Gaius the Priest. So, uh, last time we left our valiant band of inquisitorial agents. And me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, deep in the depths of the Imperial Hive in what was once a, quite a fine square, just as on the steps of the slightly destroyed church, an a priest starts to sing out an imperial hymn. His voice echoing... It's a, it's a very, very fine, deep voice. Um, and sort of gently echoing around the square... And as he as he sings, you can see this sort of movement of people towards this destroyed or this very heavily damaged church. And you can see that more and more people are sort of coming from the surrounding streets and are moving towards 
it's quite a stream of people heading towards it. And you can see that this is seems to be all classes of the local area. You've got some quite relatively well-dressed sort of local merchants in amongst the nor in amongst the sort of workers in their work kit and their sort of, the sort of boiler suits and you see quite a few sort of quite ragged people sort of come out of various small streets and roads and they seem to be particularly welcomed at the doors there's a pair of the lesser priests or um, sort of church wardens of some description who move out and they seem to be helping the, the frailer or the the more ragged members of the, the crowd into the church and they seem to be very welcoming to them whereas the sort of the better dressed and the, the healthier seem to be sort of just left to enter as they will and this voice is sort of it's quite an attractive voice it's it sort of catches everyone's attention and this song, this hymn, lasts about two, two, three minutes, and it's just his voice. No one joins him, and uh, as he comes to a close, there's you can hear the sound of a bell ringing somewhere inside the building. Now, Bug, you were looking at. Before we left the grave, tracing the source of trying the... to trace the source of this field <laughs> that protects right. this statue mm -hmm. in the center of the thing. So you were having a look with your all specs, I yes. think. So do you want to have a look and see if you can locate where that yeah, is coming? Am I from? rolling for intelligence? Yeah, it's a tech use test. It's simple enough. It's quite a powerful field. So plus twenty to your tech use. Okay, plus twenty to my tech use on mm -hmm. top of because I've already got plus ten to yep. thirty. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah, easy. Do it. Easy peasy. Fair enough. It's fairly obvious to trace the source back. There's a gargoyle of some description on the outer building of what looks to be this temple to the Omnissiah. Okay. And you can trace back the energy. It seems to be being projected from the mouth of this gargoyle on sort of on the edge of the temple. Okay. And it's it's quite a powerful protective field. It's the sort of thing that you can where you've seen them before is the same as the sort of emergency seals if if um, on the void station where you grew up. It's okay. the same sort of thing as the emergency seals in case uh, areas depressurise. Okay, so like a force field type. Yeah, it thing. might not protect against bullets or las rounds, but it seems to be a sort of atmospheric seal. So will it prevent a person from penetrating? Probably not. Okay. It, it, it's you could, you could probably walk. You could probably sort of walk through. It might not be very comfortable. It might be quite painful. It might do you some damage, but you would probably be able to move through it. It just might not be a good idea. Mm. And as it's on a protecting just the statue. Oh, it's only protect only the statue. The statue. Oh, I see. So it's, okay. it's on a column that's sort of eight, ten foot up. So I can access the building on which this gargoyle is. Yeah, is you, mounted you can, you can see to... there's quite a big sort of round cog shaped almost looks like a um like an airlock portal oh, I on see. the front of it okay so and this is a um uh, is is this a, a tech priest this is a temple um, to the to the machine god this, this is your okay. this is your faith your people okay. yeah okay so I didn't even know. okay uh 
well, I'm going to go and investigate this airlock door then and see if there's any way that I can determine if it can be... If you can get in. ...accessed anyway. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, can I just see if anyone's, like, uh, available to kind of join me as a bit of backup just because... I don't know what I'm going to encounter in this environment. They've got this protective field, so I'm I'm slightly on my guard. Where is everyone in terms of? I think we're all stood you're sort around. Of still, you've you've sort of come in, and I think you sort of grouped in front of this sort of statue. It sort of catched every, caught everyone's attention. Mm-hmm. So you're close enough that, and of course, you do have your earpieces. You do yep. have microbeads, so you right. can contact each other. Okay. Well, I'll just I'll just go check it out then, and I'll and I'll if necessary, I'll call for backup at the time. Uh, <clears throat> fair enough. Uh, I will look at my name's right, uh, Griff, and go. I'll go with him. Okay. You keep an eye on the others. I will do. Um, uh, join in the chant and prayer. Ooh, you join can hear. Crowd and join you, him. Well, you can add my voice to it. He he's he's sort of finished, <laughs> but you can hear the sound of the beginnings of prayers starting inside. Okay. Inside the building, and he's sort of looking around. The square is quite empty now, and um, there's a few sort of traders are still there. There's a few people moving about, but obviously it was quite busy when you came in, and it's people waiting for this service to start. And you, he sort of he looks over and he sort of catches you catch his attention because obviously you are that much. In so you know, certainly some of you are much better equipped than the average local, and some we haven't gone in yet. Yeah, and you're all obviously you, you stand out a little bit from the locals just because so many of you aren't from this world. Ah. You're off worlders. You It's a local you, church for local people. You stand you you, you stand out to a certain extent. Um I mean this world has fairly dark features, so our blonde, purple eyed <laughs> um sort of guardsman is quite an unusual sight. <laughs> especially as you're probably standing a good head taller than most of the people around you. Indeed. And he, he sort of, he, he looks back into the church and sort of turns and starts to move towards you. At this point, you've obviously wandered away. You're he- quite obviously heading to the temple and mm. he doesn't seem that interested in you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you are quite obviously robed in... His church is directly opposite a shrine to the machine god. He's mm. probably encountered your kind quite often and worked out that there isn't a lot that he can... Mm. There isn't a huge amount that's going to happen there, so... Okay. All right. So, you approach the machine temple as he mm. sort of walks across the open square. And when you get in front of the door, you feel a sort of... You can feel something like another electrical or power field in front of the door. And there's a, from the door, there's a squirt of sound, which mm-hmm. you recognise to everyone else sounds like squealing and like, pinging. Ah, binary chatter. But to you is perfectly understandable. It is a simple request to state who you are and what your business is. Okay. Well, I'm going to respond and say that I'm a, I'm a, a visitor to this world and... Uh, I want to be among my uh, my my machine god loving <laughs> kin. <coughs> I come to worship and pay homage and all that old stuff. Fair enough. The the door you feel a sort of there's a crackle and you feel the power field sort of drop. 
and this door starts to roll and it is a or it is a giant comes off it's a giant cogwheel mm-hmm. and it is it sort of rolls aside within the the frame and a um another sort of this another there's another short burst of sound which basically goes enter um enter brother and make yourself known okay I was yeah, just I'm gonna just going to be say... looking at him because I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Insert modem noises here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Basically, yes, you yes. sound like 56k modem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, can I can I just make a request that my my colleague be allowed to join me? Um, you can you can make the request, and the door basically stays open. Nothing, no sound comes back, but. The door doesn't close. It sits there, and you can smell sort of as it wafts out. It's a very strong smell of incense, sort of wafting out of this portal. It's quite for you. It's for you. It, it's quite homely. Mm-hmm. For for Lex, it, it's quite strong. Annoying. It, it it's the it has you remember similar sort of things, but yeah. this has a tang of oil to it that you're not familiar with. Okay, I'm I'm unsure whether you should come in with me because we didn't get a we didn't get an okay mm. so I'm just I'm unsure whether <sighs> this is this is your domain I think I will in, come the, ab- with you in the absence of permission I think I'm gonna be respectful and assume that the answer was no so I'm gonna just step inside alone and just have you on standby if, if if I can communicate with you from within. Yeah. Very well. I'll turn around and I'll just walk back to the others. <laughs> Sorry, a bit of a snub, I know. <laughs> the machine, the 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 the, 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 the uh, mechanicists are not necessarily known for their welcomeness to outsiders. welcomeness to outsiders mm. or their understanding of normal human emotion anymore. In a lot of cases, yeah. a lot of them have gone quite a long way from that understanding anymore. Mm. So while, as you walk back over, this sort of preacher has approached you. Greetings, brother. May the Emperor's light be with you. Greetings to you, brother. And may the Emperor shine on you also. We have come a long distance on our pilgrimage to reach the Emperor's, the Church of the Emperor's Suffering. Um... Uh, I've heard uh, great tales of this place and read many books. It is uh, truly an honour to be here. Nice. I am gratified that strangers and our story has carried so far. May I invite you all inside so that you may join us for the worship of the God Emperor. Please, follow me. It is always nice to see new faces... We do not fear strangers here. We see them as seekers of the Emperor's true light. Please, come within. And sort of gestures and sort of turns and starts to walk back. He's going to get a bit of a raised eyebrow, probably to his back. <laughs> and then a casual kind of uh, shrug and walk in. stony face. The Emperor's true light is a phrase. It's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? From my common law ecclesiarchy. It, because normally someone would say the emperor's light. It is a little bit unusual. 
But it is something that it is not something that There's is unknown. Quite a few different creeds. And there are right many, now. many different versions of the right, worship just of the a bit Emperor. Weird, consider the one I've been taught. You've um, you've probably been taught the high, the higher sort of like Terran, possibly Terran, or possibly regional. This is undoubtedly Shout a heretic. <laughs> you said it wrong, heretic. Crack <laughs> 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 You damned yourself. <laughs> Game over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was easy. Moving on. From I'm just looking at his, his, his clothes. Is there anything? Um, can I tell that like, his rank? Or is he is he an official or is he just a? There's member nothing. Of the there is nothing. He's not wearing any of the the symbols you've seen of the local when you're at the cathedral. You can see the the only symbol thing he seems to have is a a chain with an aquila on it, and it does seem to be sort of a standard, a fairly Mm. standard imperial ecclesiarchy one, something that you would expect to see on a, a preacher. But apart from that, his his robes are very very basic. They're the same material as sort of the local clothing, but they're dyed this sort of very, very deep blue, which is... It's a stronger colour than sort of a lot of the workwear, but that could just simply be because the workwear has been worn for possibly generations and has worn out and been patched and repaired. I'm going to sub-vocalise to the scum and say, when we get in there, disappear and go and do recon for the church. See what you can find out. Because it's a big building, isn't it? it? I mean, it it's a big... It is quite a large building, yeah. It's most of one side of this square, so... This was obviously an important, large church. It's nowhere near the size of the Grand Cathedral, higher up, or even sort of other churches that you may have visited on other worlds. But it's... It's certainly, for the other, compared to the other buildings around here, it's large. And the fact that it's open to the, well, open to the, the open to the dome as you're sort of still in an enclosed space technically. It's it's still open to the elements. Well, that negates the whole you know leaky church roof problem, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, uh, (laughs) you do get this place is big enough. You get cloud formation, so it does occasionally rain. I remember you saying there was occasionally you know accidentally acid rain, but you know. Or occasionally they accidentally vent the sluices the wrong way and. You get downpours. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> so yes, when we get inside, sneak off and do some recon. Yeah, whatever. Cool. You walk in, you sort of enter, this is carved stone, and you can see that it's the quality was once there. It's now dirty, damaged. But as you enter, you can see this sort of great, this is, enter under sort of a central dome. And this big wing sort of wings pass out, and the place is full. There's no seats, there's no pews. This is just an open space. And the only real sort of thing that you can see is there is a, a pulpit sort of against the far wall directly opposite the doors, which is a it's a carved wooden it's very, very typically imperial pulpit, but it's obviously been fire damage this thing's sort of scorched and you can see it's blackened and it hasn't really been repaired it's just been left it might have been cleaned but it hasn't been repaired you can see where sort of freezes of images have sort of just end in blackened wood 
and beyond that, this is just, just an open space, sort of that must be about two thirds of the building. You can see sort of walls at either end that have doors in them, but apart from that, it's a huge open to the roof. So this is two stories high. And apart from that, the only other real decoration is there's this hanging sensor, and it is huge. It's the size of a small chandelier, hangs from the ceiling on this sort of what rem- on from the dome, what remains of the dome in this sort of great huge thick chain. And apart from that, you can just see on the floor, which is quite impressively all polished wood. It's all scuffed and scratched, but you can see it has been inlaid. As you walk in, you can see what look to be talons inlaid into the floor, which suggests that the entire floor has been inlaid with a symbol of the Aquila. Mm, cool. Covering the floor. So if it's two stories tall, mm. is there another floor? Or it, you can't, just you can't see. It just of... goes all the way up, and then the dome is almost another story okay. on top. It is a huge space. Mm-hmm. Open space. The end walls... Obviously, don't go to the ends of the building. So yep. that suggests there may be rooms. Possibly there are multiple mm-hmm. floors in the, the ends. Mm. But the central space has always been this huge, cavernous, cavernous open space, yep. which doesn't feel quite so much when the entirety it's of one of wing. Everyone. Well, also the entirety of one wing is you can see little burnt rafters or what remains of them, and a little bit of stone vaulting. And apart from that. Half of the roof is gone. Do we know how long ago that was? Did that come up? I don't believe anyone's asked anyone that yet. But it it certainly looks... It doesn't look recent. Mm. And the inside is clean. Completely clean. And the walls have been sort of whitewashed. Although you can see damage where where there is wood on the walls. You can see a lot of it's damaged. You can also see almost like slightly melted stone. So this is obviously a incredible fire mm. that's destroyed this. It's actually affected the fabric of the building. And as you enter, the entire congregation are singing a standard sort of imperial hymn, one that you pretty much all recognise. This is uh, one that is probably taught to you in your childhood. It's a very simple one, but it's there are hundreds of people in this building. Possibly, you might even be getting on to a thousand people crammed into this building. And all of them are singing their hearts out. <laughs> and it's echoing around the... It's, it's, it's a very uplifting feeling to you. you. You sort of... You do almost get a sort of warm... Just the, the, the sound of the voices washing over you is almost... You can almost feel it as, mm. it as it sort of you walk in. And he sort of nods... The preacher nods to you and sort of moves through the crowd and you can see sort of people getting out of his way as he moves towards this pulpit at the front mm-hmm. well we'll probably just stay and listen to him is that while she goes and sneaks <laughs> yeah well as, as I walk in just reflexively I'm going to make the sign of the Aquila fair enough Bug as you enter you, you see the you, see, you hear sort of this, this voice and as you walk in and sort of you, just as that happens, the door starts to roll closed. You can hear this sort of quite melodious voice talking to in the square. As the door sort of closes, it's quite quiet inside, but you can hear the sort of hum of power generators 
and you're in this large, fairly large, sort of completely steel, brushed, polished steel box, effectively, lit by um, glowing... They're actually green, sort of glowing lights, all suspended from in rows from the ceiling. And as you stand there, a a skull sort of hovers down from oh, the ceiling. Oh, not these. <laughs> and uh, sort of appear and just hangs in front of you. And there's a brief blur, a brief sort of blurt of binary mm-hmm. that basically is the equivalent of "Please follow me." And it spins and sort of starts to hover away across the the room. I know what these things are capable of, so <laughs> I will comply. <laughs> Towards a, it, you, it, it's not huge. It's not a huge room, but it's still probably fifty, sixty meters square. Okay. And as you pass sort of across it, there's no real sound but the echo of your feet on the metal and the hum of electrics. And as you get close, there's this. Again, a sort of cog-shaped door that sort of rolls open as you uh, as you approach, mm-hmm. and f- sort of from inside steps a, a a robed figure, all robed in white with red detailing. Um, this is all detailing you recognise. It suggests that the person you who is sort of stepped through is a like you a tech priest, mm-hmm. but the patterns seem to suggest that this girl, this one is a specialist in biological manipulation. He's a kind of manipulation. He is he is a low level Magos biologist. Okay. Uh, and you can, you can't see much of him. He's, he's robed. Uh, his sort of hands are tucked in his sleeves in front of him. Mm-hmm. But you can see his his sort of head head which is about two-thirds sort of polished brass with both eyes have obviously been replaced with sort of multiple lenses extending out with all with all different sizes and colours and prisms in front that sort of seem to be sort of flicking themselves up and down as you move, as he sort of, you move towards, he moves towards you. Seems to be just automatically trying to calibrate, calibrate <laughs> with all these little lenses flicking up and down in front of his eyes. Oh, lovely! Okay. Um, and as he, he sort of he approaches to you and sort of bows to you and goes, and not in binary but in standard logothic goes, "Welcome, brother. Please come within. The chapel has." The chapel is ready for you, should you wish to make your obeisance to the Omnisire. I am Magos Oracle. I will return his greeting. Um, and is, has, has, is he now going back into he, the chamber? No, he, he sort of he sort of stood up. He sort of stood there, sort of just. Opposite you, and sort of one of there's a mechendrite comes over his shoulder, and he sort of gestures with it like it's his like a hand, yeah. While his own sort of his his own arms don't really move, and you can see sort of as he was moving, it's obvious that he hasn't necessarily got legs. It was quite a smooth movement. Okay. (laughs) As he comes towards you, 
shake mac and drakes. I was just going to say, can we <laughs> shake mac and drakes? I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> you can extend you can your mac and drakes. <laughs> Secret handshake. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, I'll, I would, I'll just accept his invitation to get, to enter the chamber and uh, uh, follow his. He, um, he, he, he sort of as he he goes. Please follow me, and sort of you can hear a, a sort of buzzing sound as he as he moves off through the through the through the door. And it's also quite interesting that obviously this is a a round door, so you've got mm. a frame for the door. And he sort of passes straight over it. He doesn't go up. He doesn't go down. He just sort of passes straight over at exactly the same height and doesn't seem to step up He's and hovering. over. <laughs> okay. Well, I will step through. Yep. <laughs> uh, the door remains open at this point. Okay. And you enter into um, a chamber that has... It's a large vaulted chamber... And on the far wall is a large symbol, a large cogwheel symbol with a skull. It's a standard symbol of the Mechanicus. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of hangs from the wall. Okay. And it's a fairly open space. Again, there aren't seats or anything, but around the walls are plinths, perfectly spaced. Mm-hmm. You're very aware that these are spaced perfectly to some sort of sacred ratio of numbers. And on them, there seem to be old pieces of technology in some in glass cases, some in power fields. Um, And there's this very strong, calming scent of incense and oil about the place that makes you feel very at home. This feels this this doesn't feel all that dissimilar to where you have prayed before okay. when you in other shrines. I I will I will bow to the sign of the Mechanicus to show respect. Um and then can I from these other from these other objects that are surrounded mm-hmm. by similar kinds of protective fields, can I determine if there's a source for those They seem to be power they seem to be coming through the plinths. They are oh, through the plinths themselves. Yeah, they seem to be the equivalent of objects in museum cases. It's okay. just some of them are in power fields. So, do any of these stand out as particularly significant to me? Any of There's, these? There are pieces that look you might you sort of recognise odd suggestions of what they might be, but some of them are so ancient and so corroded and so damaged they could be scrap metal. To be perfectly honest. But, and, and yet they're protected. But the fact that they're protected suggests they are very important in some way. Okay, so can I... Can I is is uh, Magos Oracle still here with me? Can I... He, he has sort of... He has sort of buzzed his way over. Okay. And he's, he stood sort of in front of the, the icon of the mm. Mechanicus. He's, he's sort of just quietly stood there and you can hear... And you pick up on uh, a sort of binaric chant, mm-hmm. and it's a—it's almost like plain song in numbers, as he sort of—and he, he's just quietly singing away to himself in honour of the Mechanicus, basically. Okay. I'm not going to interrupt him at this point. Can I? Can I just go and investigate one of these plinths? Yeah. One of the more highly protected ones, and just see if I can recognise what's in there. Yeah, determine something that might be 
Fair enough. Because I'm know, quite intrigued by this. There's there's one that seems to be you you kind of get the feeling you, the shapes catch your eye, mm-hmm. the shape of the object, and it's about halfway down one of the one of the walls. Okay. You can sort of walk over to that, and as you get closer, you can hear the sort of hum of the power field, mm-hmm. and there's a sort of you feel static over sort of some of the metal parts of your art, of your body. Some of your own augmetics seem to be sort of... You can feel the buzz in them and you can feel the sort of crackle of static over them. Mm-hmm. It's quite refreshing. Okay. <laughs> As you approach, we'll go back into the church. And the chant ends as the... The, the hymn ends as the... The priest climbs up onto the pulpit and there's this hush across this room. It's it's too quiet for a room that's got hundreds of people in it. It's that, that sort of... People are almost not breathing loudly. It, it's a very... I mean, you, you'll have been in... Some of you might have been in troop ships or transit in large spaces and things like that where they you just get lots of people and just the sound of lots of people even if they're being quiet the sound of hundreds of people sleeping for instance is actually quite a loud noise this is that reverential hush and he he steps out and he starts to speak and he starts to speak and it's high gothic it's the i speak some high gothic i know the basis you know the basics. Oh, I speak high gothic. You speak high gothic. <coughs> you don't. <laughs> I am trained notice enough. some words of their ecclesiarchy. You, you'll recognise elements and Imperium. phrases. I am trained in high gothic. Emperor. You, you, you certainly understand him. And he starts to... No. <laughs> you, you might recognise... You'll recognise what he's... You stack off. Somewhere around. Oh, I recognise Imperator. <laughs> you recognise... Elements of the words from the past, but you have no don't necessarily know what they mean. You'll recognise a few bits, but it's fine if it's important. The others might tell me. Yeah, and certainly um, he he starts to talk. Those of you who understand, it's he I'm starts be paying a lot of attention because I'm trying to listen to things that might be wrong. He's he's talking about he's welcoming people into the light of the emperor. He's talking about. Um, helping those around bringing the light of the emperor out into the community to so that all can gain the benefit of his protection and his brilliance that's a particular word he uses quite a lot it's the brilliance of the emperor's light and the way it illuminates and gives brings it to bringing it to people well he's listening to the speech can i watch the crowd look for some any shady goings on? Yeah, sure. Shady's going on. Keep an eye on the the crowd. Oh, I roll. That's this a is the wrong dice. I'm yeah. not playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I'm playing this game. Too many systems. Too, too short many a time. systems. That's better. Uh, thirty-three. I failed by one. Failed by one. My perception's thirty-two. <laughs> you do not see me. No. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly you you certainly lost track of Galva in the crowd. Um. You you don't notice anything in particular, but there's definitely a focus on this. There isn't sort of there doesn't seem to be any whispering amongst the crowd. There isn't any sort of so the majority of pretty much everyone here gathered is 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 concentrating on, on this man, and it's the there nothing seems to stand out. It, it's sort of 
it's not quite rapturous, but certainly you've never felt you've been in big sort of parades and sort of church parade equivalents, and you've got hundreds of soldiers who are have been told to pay attention to this man. <laughs> uh, and you you've never felt anything quite as don't good goodest job of it mm. as these guys. Is it almost unnerving? It's it's a little bit unnerving, but it's also it's also quite there is something quite uplifting about seeing so many people sort of actively attracted to worship of the Emperor. Especially in a in a part of in a place where often you don't get pre you don't get priests and people sort of make do for themselves if they're interested and a lot of people pay lip service but don't really believe but you can feel the belief in these people and you get a sort of you do get a sort of warm especially you get a real warm feeling of from this this crowd it, it sort of it's a feeling you've had a few times before but it, it's only ever been in sort of very specific scenarios it's quite quite strange to feel it just in this quiet space with this voice sort of gently echoing around the the room and he speaks for about five five six minutes and as he and he sort of comes to an end and he sort of he's sort of as he's standing there he comes sort of quiet hush falls and just goes and in low gothic he then goes in the name of the emperor let us sing. He makes the sign of the Aquila across his chest. Ave Imperator. Ave Imperator. Ave Imperator. The entire, as you do, the entire crowd echoes him. And this, from, you hear the sort of bell start to ring. And you can, there seems to be a, you can actually, you see where it is now. It's built into the wall at one end. This sort of quite sonorous bell starts to toll. And he starts to sing, and as he he's singing, sort of the crowd joins in, and you get this thing again, this sort of powerful song echoing around this building. As, but you can always hear his voice. His voice seems to cut through everyone else. You can always hear the sound of his voice. So it's like a bass note to the to, to the music. Getting in full pelt. You're going in the action. Osame Imperator sounds Ave Ave Imperator. So all of these losers are paying so much attention to this guy. It's a shame none of them have love religion. stealing. I love religion. As you're, I'm guessing you're all sort of gently moving. Yes, totally joining in. Miming badly. Stealing things. Moving amongst the crowd. Not that badly. Wait. Not that badly. Okay. <laughs> are you are you sort of found somewhere to stay, or are you moving? Um, I would try and get probably to the edges, mm-hmm. like one than end in of the, the building of the crowd. So yeah, try and find like more of um, either a nook or a, like Panic. a space. There are there are niches where I can see pretty much everything. There are, there are niches in the wall where obviously once had some of them still have statues, and obviously there are some that have got. Just plinths remaining. Some of them have got, in some cases, just broken legs. Probably disrespectful to climb one of those. Go and pretend to be a statue. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, right? There, there are, I think, though, there are people who are sort of stood on some of the where there are you. plinths, looking to see over the crowd to be okay. able to see. Okay. So 
it does seem to be an accepted okay, thing to do. Right yeah, so I just want to try and find basically kind of if it's how like rammed is it's, it? Is it pretty kind of sardines or is it kind of if you're staying near the edges? Mm. You can move, but it's not going to be easy. So well, I don't want to move quickly because that would no, no, just even just the slow, slow movement. Yeah. You can, if you give me an agility test at plus thirty, just to see if you, yeah. you sort of catch anyone's attention. Nope. Ninety six. Oh. Well, I shot someone. As you you, 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 you <laughs> try in a really way, but you come to a knot of people that are quite tightly packed, uh-huh. and you, as you try and move around them, you 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 do sort of elbow someone in the ribs. And this sort of person sort of turns and looks at you, and it's quite a sort of piercing, quite angry look. As, <laughs> as you make the sign of the Aquila, it sort of softens slightly, and it's sort of attention sort of drawn back, and you you sort of move past <laughs> them, um, and they seem to the sort of damned. seems to be sort of. Focused on the back on it on the the, the preacher as he's speaking. Cool. Right. We'll go back across from one, see from uh, one form of worship to another, and back to the uh, bug. Yeah, beep, back beep. to bug in the beep, beep, beep. in the chapel of the Omnissiah. Mm. You approach this. It's it's not a particularly big plinth. They're all about maybe a foot square on the top. Okay. Fairly simple machined um, steel, but they've all been in, they've all been inlaid in patterns, different patterns. With you can see silver, you can see bronze, you can see in some cases gold. You can see some of them are even uh, pewter, or in some cases actually wood has been inlaid in as, into these as well. All different materials, all different patterns. But this one happens to be platinum. Ooh. Worked in cogwheel shapes, which is quite impressive on a circular plinth. Yeah. Do I recognise any of the, the, the patterns? The is, patterns is it, are... Have any significance? They are... They're patterns <coughs> that you remember from your time training. Okay. They're sort of... They're patterns designed to... The pattern's designed for tech priests, so to focus the mind on study. Okay. Um, like a magic eye. <laughs> stare at it. It's a dinosaur! <laughs> they're, they're, they're sort of almost like meditation uh, aids. Okay, so I'm going to assume that these things are considered holy then, whatever Oh, they are. yes. The, so, this, so this one with, the, with plat- inlaid in platinum and, and whatnot, and wood, that's, that's intriguing as well. Um, that's... That, that's a, Relatively unusual, yeah. Especially for a world like this. So, am I any closer to determining what what's in it? What's yeah, yeah. The, the field's a bit fizzly, and it's a little bit. Um, it's not clear okay. what you can see through. But inside, there is this. It's a an off. Sh- it's an off shape, sort of rectangular box. Okay. Um, seems it's to not be like a bomb, is it? It's like a metal box <laughs> with. Um, it does seem to have power, like, almost like cut off uh, um, cables. Okay. So it looks like someone has literally gone like severed it and severed it, it and taken it away ah. from where it is, wherever it fitted. Um, but on the lid, he, sort of on the top of it, is the symbol of the same symbol that's on the wall, the symbol of 
the Mechanicus. So it's our gear. And you can see there's also quite a lot of wax seals, wax and parchment seals sort of attached to it in various places around the the box. Um, The only thing that really stands out as this could be almost any sort of electrical box. It seems to be was electrically powered. The only thing that stands out is it has a series of lights, sort of, and they appear to be like almost like glass bulb valve lights that are all different coloured glass that are built into part of the box. Okay. And you can see even through the field, they are still glowing. They are still giving light. Even though this thing is quite obviously disconnected. <laughs> mm. So it would be correct in inferring that this is ancient tech. This is Employing you certainly bowels. don't. It looks similar to things you've seen before in power systems, but this doesn't look. This looks old. I mean, if you've got anything. <laughs> to do with old technology, any knowledge of old technology, you might be able to guess how old it is. Archaeotech? Oh, I do have Archaeotech. Ah, there you go. This is right up your street. So yeah, if you want to test against that, see if you can work out what it is. What's that, an intelligence test? Yeah. Yeah. 92. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's definitely... It's a box, mystery solved. It is definitely ancient. Made yesterday. It's quite possibly... (laughs) It's quite possibly from the beginnings of this world. Okay. But the... You can't really get a clear look at it. This power field is very... Staticky? Yeah, it's very staticky. And it, it doesn't give you a clear view, so it's quite Orspex? hard to tell. Again? You could... <laughs> Scan it. You could try using yeah. the specs if you want. So that's a good, an intelligence Boop. test again, yeah. isn't it? And I get... What, do I get plus something for something? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Yes. I can't be more specific, I'm afraid. <laughs> do I get something for something? Oh, no, I don't. That's better. Yes. What do you get? Yeah. 17. 17. 17. So I passed by yeah. three. You don't get much because the power field sort of overrides a lot of the, <laughs> the senses of it. it. It sort of just picks up this... A lot of it is picked up this power field, but what you get suggests that this object is probably... Ooh... 12 millennia old? Okay. Wow. So, quite possibly from the very earliest where you are, possibly from an early period of colonisation of this of world. Of this world, okay. Yeah. Um, Dark Age of Technology. Your... Age of Strife. It's before the heresy. Yes. So... But I don't know that. Do you'd, I? Yeah. Would well, I, I would you wouldn't know, know of the heresy, probably, but... okay. You, you would know that the um, that was before the emperor kind of started reunifying uh, everyone. Yeah. Okay. This is from that, that reunification era. Yeah. The the very end of the very end of humanity sort of separation. Mm. So this is this is very ancient. Is is um, Magos still gazing upon the? Uh... Yeah, he he seems he seems to be quite fixed. The chance certainly hasn't changed, and he seems to be quite fixed on this thing. So, I'm actually I'm going to approach him, but I'm not going to 
interrupt. I'm, go- I'm not going to interrupt you. I'm going to join him in in um, reflecting on the the sign of the Mechanicus. Um, Fair enough. And just make make my presence known, known to subtly him. to him. Fair enough. Maybe just wave my McEndrite around a bit. <laughs> um, you approach yeah, you approach him, and he sort of. He, as you get closer, he, you can see him, he sort of drifts sideways. So he's not stood directly in front of it anymore, sort of suggesting that you should join him in equal position in front of it. Okay. Um, and, his, and he continues to sing this sort of chant, this binary chant, but it changes as you approach. Mm-hmm. And um, he's leaving, the sound of it suggests he's leaving open, leaving it open for you to join in and for you to add in the bits that he was doing on his own. So there's definitely an invitation there. Do I know this? So this is, this is something you may not know exactly, but it's a fairly simple uh, structure. It's okay. certainly not something that you would have trouble following. It's nothing you're going to need to test against. It's, it's something you just have to listen to it for a, a few seconds and you get the rhythm of it and you get okay. the sound of it and you're then able to join him if you wish. Then I will. Fair enough, you add your voice to the to the chorus, and you, you the echo in this room starts sort of subtly changes, and um, you start to as you're sort of standing, and you're looking at this icon. There's a something that you can start to see. You start to see a green glow, a sort of generated green glow around the symbol of the around the symbol of the Mechanicus. Okay. And as you look at that, we'll go back to the others. Okay. <laughs> totally hack his brain. Rude. <laughs> so the, this song is now swelling, a very different song on the opposite side of the square is swelling up. And you're sort of joining in. Ish. Ish, in some cases. <laughs> you, 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 Galva, you found the way onto a, a plinth and you can see, you can see the others. Mm-hmm. They're actually quite obvious. Because nearly all of them are, are taller, than, are taller than the locals. And actually, there's at this point especially, there's quite a few of the locals, especially the the more ragged, lower end of the spectrum ones, have actually knelt down mm-hmm. and are knelt on the floor singing along. Um, so they're sort of groups at all different heights. Can you give me a perception check, please? Oh, Maybe? no. Minor straight one. You missed the... Yes, yes, I can. And I passed with a degree. Passed with a degree. Yep. You, as you sort of stood there, sort of gently trying to follow along. Yep. Helping. <laughs> um, you notice a sort of this is one of the points that uh, there's people kneeling down. They've sort of t- become a sort of knelt down around in a circle, mm-hmm. sort of all facing in each other. There's this little open area. Rather than to him. Yeah, they're all sort of. It almost looks like a like a. They're all praying together. It looks okay. like a group. Um, and this just means there's this little open space and you can see part of what looks like maybe a wing feather of this mm-hmm. the eagle the or the pattern on yep. the floor. Okay. Just a little bit of it. Um, but you notice there seems to be a sort of... You can see it sort of bowing and moving. And you can see... And actually, as that catches your eye, you can see that all sort of, there's a gentle ripple and there's sort of various people sort of just gently move as the floor seems to just gently ripple slightly. 
am going to be fairly pleased that I'm stood up on a plinth and not on the floor right now. So that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely catches your attention. And it sort of, you can see this, it, you see it sort of ripple out from somewhere just off like centre. from where they are? No, it's sort of off centre. Kind of... It's just the fact that because there's open floor, you catch sight of the floor move and then you see the people. And there seems to be centred... Yeah, if it's just looking at a crowd, you wouldn't necessarily notice because crowds move. Especially if they're all different heights. Some people are standing up from kneeling, some people are kneeling down. It's not obvious, but when you see it, you can see the ripple in the people. And there's this sort of... The song just just dims slightly as people sort of look around, as a few people notice. I'm just going to ping the group and be like... Hi. This floor still to you. Sorry, I didn't catch that. <laughs> the floor, is it moving? Is the floor moving? Yeah. <laughs> Do we notice? Perception checks at minus 10 for the rest of you. Nope. Oh, yes. 21. Hmm. Passed by... Some... Um, no, not quite. No, no degrees, because it's minus 10. Fair enough. No? Not quite. No, I didn't pass Just that. a few. Oh. So you'll think I'm crazy, which is well, not news. You, you recognise that... You, you do sort of go... You, you you thought someone had jogged you, but you realise there's no one sort of standing no close, enough. close enough. In fact, actually, sort of, apart from... You actually... You've all noticed that if you're sort of... Wherever you're stood, the crowd has given you just a little bit more space than sort of they've given the other locals. A lot of people are sort of shoulder to shoulder, but there's definitely a sort of... Just a gentle gap around each of you where people are just sort of... Wary. A little bit wary. Your newcomers, your unknowns. Um, there's a slightly bigger gap around you, but that seems to be more out of respect than the sort of wariness that these two are generating, especially considering you're carrying openly carrying weaponry. Oh, yeah. And dressed like a ganger. Oh, yeah. yeah. But looking around, there are one or two other yeah. similarly dressed. There are people who are dressed, and no one's... It's obvious that people they have sort of that. glanced at you and gone... Don't recognise that one. Don't recognise that one, but your, your dress isn't... No one's looking uncomfortable with you being there. You're quite obviously joining in with the worship of the Emperor, and that sort of makes you part of them, and they're sort of happy to accept you on that sort of stage, even though they would probably possibly turn around and go the opposite way if they found you coming towards them on the street. Cool. <laughs> so the floor is moving. Yeah. You do notice this, but it's sort of... The others have gone... Hmm? Uh, Galva's correct. Um, we should probably get off the floor then. <laughs> I say start... And I start walking towards the edge of the... Don't rush. I oh, know, I'm casually pushing people aside. <laughs> the, your movement sort of... Shouting, Imperial Guard, make way! <laughs> I'm joking. Your movement, you, you, if you, as you sort of move, you, you sort of disrupt it and... As you move, it sort of people are sort of start to look at you, but as you sort of move towards the edge of the the building, sort of the wall, there is this crack of it sounds like snapping wood. Cool. And in amongst the the song, suddenly sort of just it falters, and there's this discordant scream as um from sort of near where you you first saw it, you can see all of a sudden part of the floor has... Well, part of the floor has actually broken upwards and another part sort of dropped down slightly. So it looks like something's 
almost like grabbed it and twisted and cracked it. And sort of a couple of people have sort of slid where they've been stood or kneeling around it. They've sort of slid into this, either into this gap or have ended up sort of caught on it. So is, is there a lot of a... Is it just like there's, there's floor and then there's floor and it's just kind of a it's gap? Like, there is a, it's, it's not a huge or gap. Is it's probably a hole? No, it's probably two or three foot okay. gap where at, the, at the worst point. And it's then sort of, sort of naturally tapers back into the floor. Mm-hmm. But you can see that the crack has gone where people have moved away from it. You can see it's gone right across one of the, right across the shoulder of the wing of the, of the eagle. And it looks like someone's almost broken the wing off this, this image on the floor. Looks like someone's, and it's sort of, you can see it's still, the floor is now actually quite obviously twisting and doing this. Ugh. And more people are try, try, trying to get out of the way now. There's a sort of, the song has ended and there's sort of screaming and the sound of Where did you say that bell voice. was? Far wall. Um, can I look up at the pulpit and see if what the reaction is of where what he's doing. He's sort of he he's sort of almost stunned looking down and as sort of people start screaming he he sort of quickly dashes down the stairs and, and sort of starts pushing his way through the crowd towards it. Um towards the hole. Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna mm. shout everyone out. I want to head towards it's the hole. Fair enough. I'm not trying to scare them. I'm just trying to get them to not be somewhere dangerous. You can, if you want so to do that. Command, yes. Oh, command. Command. No. No. This, the noise level's too high. I will fire my gun in the air and shout everyone out. And I'll use intimidate. Okay. Yes, I rolled a ten. Uh, so three degrees of success. Fair enough. You're carrying a, an auto. An auto gun. Bam, bam, bam! Everyone out! This, this literally echoes... The, the shots echo out, and in the sort of slight silence that follows... <laughs> the si- It's not completely silent, but there's the sound of creaking wood and the sound of sort of shocked silence, and your voice echoes out. And anyone, everyone who's near the, the doors starts to... Leg it. I wouldn't say run, but there's a definite push yeah. out the door. <laughs> um, anyone who stood near the door, give me an. Ad- anyone stood near the door? Um, no, you were kind of at the back. Well, you were at I the back. When we came in, but I don't. If you um, stayed near the door when you and didn't move, well, you're trying to move through the crowd. Yeah. And I guess in actually no idea. I'm accustomed to crowds. Do you want to be you near said the you door? You moved towards the thing. You towards yeah. the hole in the floor, didn't you? Mm. So you're uh, pushing yeah, through I the crowd as well. Now the way. I am not near the door. I'll, no. I'll vox you, though. I will suggest to anyone who is near me to not do as he says, because there's going to be a crush. <laughs> but I won't like tell anyone that's what they have to do, because that's not no. our role. I'll vox you to keep an eye out for the priest as well, who's gone into the middle of it. Fair enough. You all hear, you all hear that go across. Um, you can see that people are sort of pushing to get out, but it isn't a panicked rush. People aren't getting trampled in this. This is sort of people packing together to get through a space, but there's a certain decorum. Yeah, there is still a certain. <laughs> well, this decorum. is awfully inconvenient. It's an assertive <laughs> shuffle. Yeah, an assertive shuffle is actually quite a good description. It's like the end of a gig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is this sort of this sort of push, but it isn't. No one sort of even the sort of apart from you can hear sort of screaming near the the thing, but the rest of it there's a sort of quiet of people sort of slightly shocked but not 
and not really sure what's going on, but they're sort of they're just okay. Being... We're going to do that then. Yeah, looking a bit more shocked by the auto gun fire than by the floor. Um, <laughs> I start to mow certainly, now. anyone who is near him is sort of. There's a few people who are sort of crouching, hands over ears, going. Because to a lot of these people, sort of loud noises are not unusual. They work in foundries. They work in heavy industry. But the sound of gunfire is relatively unusual, even in this sort of area. If cool. there's anyone that's visibly shaken on my way towards the hole, yeah, kind of give them the a emperor protects. There are a few people who do do sort of seem who you get a few sort of reverential nods as you pass, and there are a few people who do. It does seem to have a, an active effect on a few people. They do sort of pick themselves up and sort of move away without where they before were almost cowering on the floor. Okay, we'll start to move towards the... Once heading towards a lot it. of people have gone, we'll start to head towards the crack. Yeah, the, you probably... Crack about a third of, the, third of the people have managed to get out by this point. It's been 30, 40 seconds. And as you, you start to push your way through the thinning crowd, there is another massive crack and part of the floor punches up and flies up. Oh, yeah. And it's a section... It's a big section of the floor. It's about 20 foot across. Wow. Okay. Section of floor has just gone... Has just punched up. And you can see on it, it's... Basically, it's one of the heads (laughs) of the Aquila has just gone flying. And it is literally flying at about first story height through the air across the space um, towards one of the walls. And as it flies, we see back to the... uh... (laughs) (laughs) How good's your hearing? (laughs) you're, You're singing and all of a sudden, and there's this sort of weird glow. And you're sure that the glow only you can... It's a glow that you are seeing, but you're sort of seeing it within your own optics. Okay, so it's not actually visible light. It's not an actual visible light, but it's possibly an invisible light that only you can see. Mm -hmm. And as you you sort of you join it in this, it sort of starts to resolve into cogwheels and shapes around this central thing, and you you recognise the pattern. Some of them match the ones on sort of match some of the ones on the, the pillars. Mm. And it's quite... It has this sort of relaxing and quite uplifting feel to for you. And then all of a sudden... And then Gavra asks you if the floor is moving. <laughs> and all of a, well, all of a sudden, there's this sort of... Um, you... The other, the other tech priest just stops dead in the middle of this chant and everything, and it sort of... This, this just fades away. And he, he, he turns and looks at you and goes, Something is wrong. Please follow me, brother. I may need your assistance. Mm-hmm. And turns and walks towards one of the walls. A gap, sort of between a gap. Uh, basically walks towards a, a spot between two of the plinths. Okay. And as he approaches, the wall, the, the whole sort of panel of the wall just slides up at his approach. Mm. And you can see beyond the glow of like computer systems and uh, sort of other tech in this room. room. Mm -hmm. A 
little bit. It has that sort of. It might have that sort of glowing feel to a. There's a of it. As he sort of just sort of moves towards it, this slides up, and he sort of goes towards this room. Okay, it's just evil there. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, yeah, I don't. I don't really feel I have a choice <laughs> at this point in time. So, I believe in you. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna follow. But as I pass, am I kind of passing between these these plinths there's, as I go? Yeah, there's two. There's a plinth on either side of this sort of. There's a sort of just a bare bit of wall between the there's bare wall between the plinths and can, one of them just slid up. Okay, can I just as I pass through, can I just have a quick look at these plinths because you said that the pattern of this yeah. this light resembled the patterns on some of the plinths. Can I just plinths. check what they're doing? If anything has changed with no, them, the plinths look. The plinths are fine. Yeah, there's nothing. The two you passed have got glass boxes on them, not power fields, and what's inside them seems to be one of them. You're fairly sure. Is a you are fairly sure it's from a void station because it looks like a the control box for a airlock. Okay. The control systems for an airlock in one, and in the other is a, this sort of coiled spring thing with it's a coiled spring and it's obviously got some core to it, which seems to be a, a, a cylinder of steel. And then hanging off it are feathers and stones tied to leather that have just been tied onto this. Mm-hmm. Uh, all been tied to this sort of spring. It's like a it's like a machine cult's dream catcher. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, fine. I'll, I'll I'll follow through this doorway. You you enter into a, basically I'm too intrigued not to. you enter into what looks like a a workspace. It looks like a <laughs> It's a cross between a tech priest's office and workshop, basically. Okay. This particular one is quite obviously his. Uh, there's quite a lot of tanks and liquids and uh, machinery that is seems to be... It's not... It's all technology that seems to relate to his work as in, in the biological kind realm. Cybernetic enhancement type cybernetic stuff. Cybernetic enhancements... There's bits and pieces that look like they might be related to rejuvenant treatment, which sort of extension of life type mm-hmm. stuff, which is you can get in the Imperium, but it's expensive and often only the rich or the powerful have access to. And there's a few bits. There's a few bits that look like severed limbs in jars connected to bits of equipment. Um, and there's one particularly large tank that seems to run the length, which seems to have a collection of a cross between a piranha and a turtle. And there's like a dozen of these things. And it's it's bolted basically to one wall and part of the ceiling. And they seem to be just sort of swimming around in this sort of vaguely murky, bluey, grey liquid. <laughs> okay. He, he's gone straight over to one of the computer terminals, one of the cogitator terminals, Mm -hmm. and he's sort of tapping away at this, and one of his sort of, this mechandrite has sort of slid out of sort of a gap in his robe. He still hasn't moved his arms. They're still sort of tucked in, and this mechandrite sort of comes around and sort of something comes out of the end, and he plugs it into the onto this machine. And he sort of, he stands there for a few, few, few seconds, and then goes... He turns to you and goes, 
The temple systems have registered an unexpected seismic activity in the vicinity. We haven't had any form of any form of hivequake in this location for 3.6 standard years, and our estimation suggested that it that we shouldn't expect one for at least the same again. Would you be able to access the terminal? And he one of his mechanoid sort of gestures and interface and confirm my findings, please, brother. Yeah, do I have the ability to do that? You do. Okay, then it's yes. It's a fairly standard... <laughs> this is a fairly standard piece of equipment. Okay. So okay. it's something you you, ha- you recognise. It's fairly easy to do. And the moment you plug in, you sort of... You feel the machine on the edge of your senses, as well as sort of physically you get a screen lights up and you okay. can tap away at the, the keys, like a keypad. But you can also feel information sort of at the edge of your sort of at the edge of your consciousness that you could reach out and touch or pull around with your sort of draw it into yourself or move it around as sort of in the greater machine, shall we say. Can uh, can I determine through any of this, the location of this seismic activity? He, He sort of, you feel his sort of mechanical presence on the edge of this and an information sort of packet gets sent to you which from shows him. from him which shows what he's found okay and you take one look at it and it sort of gives you other information relating and you go i left them alone five minutes <laughs> and <laughs> it, it is directly this is bomb. this is directly underneath oh. the church on the other side of the square it's not a huge movement but it's so close to the temple that it's been picked up and you you kind of you look at it and it's this thing of as you you look at it you it's not a perfect in your your sort of your earpiece you just hear galva go is the floor moving <laughs> <laughs> okay uh okay so i'm so i'm now aware that these guys are something's happening yeah so, so I'm going to respond to uh, to the Magos. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to tell him that my my colleagues were going to worship with Shepherd Darius, um, and I believe that they may have some some additional information that could help us to work out what's going on. Can I? Do I have the ability to communicate with them through this building that I'm in? Can I? The co- the environs of the temple often interfere with radio signals. However, you should be able to access the main vox mast through your through the terminal. Okay. Boosted, you should have no trouble contacting them. Okay, Galva, what's what's all this about the floor moving? You hear this literally as this as this thing goes up, and like as you're sort of as you've been hearing everything that's been going on, so you've heard the sound of the echo of gunfire. You can hear sort of the hubbub of voices, and then the odd scream, and then you you hear even through that you hear the crack of this. There's this sort of weird cracking sound, and then there is this sort of. You can hear in the background people sort of shouting and screaming. Mm. 
you get, as the thing's flying through the air, you get a... Galva, what's going on? <laughs> the floor is not in the floor anymore. Can you be more specific? <laughs> it's about two stories up. <laughs> Can anybody else be more specific, please? <laughs> um, approximately a seven-metre section of the floor has just exploded out of the ground. Within the temple. That's what I said. Yes. <laughs> is anything coming out of the hole, or is it just a hole? At the moment, it's, there's this sort of dark hole, but you can hit. How clearly can we see the Aquila now? There's still some on people the on the uh, It's quite clear, and it, it, it's a. It's a. Has it separated so there's just half an Aquila with one head? It's sort of where it's broken. It's definitely only got one head left. But but it's ragged where it's broken, and part of the top of the the wing has been sort of shattered and broken and fallen. Seems to be falling away into this hole. It doesn't seem very deep, but it certainly there's a darkness there. And out of you can sort of out of it, there's this smell emanating, and it is a horrible smell starts to waft across. It is the smell of blocked drains and. Sewers and sewage outfalls and the depths of the hive sort of waft starts to waft out, and you can hear a sort of as it quietens down again. There's this sort of hissing, breathing sound that anyone who's that sort of anyone who's within about fifteen meters of even like ten fifteen oh, meters yeah. of the hole can hear. Is there anyone still in near me where I'd help them to kind of? They, there's a few people who seem to have sort of listened to you, and they sort of all huddled in the corner of the where the wall, the side wall, and the sort of front wall meet. And there's about thirty or forty people, sort of. In terms of huddled. where that is, and where the door is, and where the hole is, they would have to part if they passed along that edge of the wall. Mm. They would pass. They would have to pass sort of where the hole would be, mm-hmm. but it would be quite a long way away. What does Shepherd Darius look like at this point? He's. You could say I'm perhaps scrutinising him. <laughs> he has. As am I. <laughs> he has sort of. He's as he's got closer, and the floors obviously move. When it blasts up, he basically grabs a few people because he's got quite close, and sort of pulls them back. Oh. Um, and sort of pushes them away, and as it sort of gets, he sort of stumbled. He's stumbled backwards, and he's actually hit the floor on his back. And sort of, he's sort of lying prone on the floor as the the ceiling go, as the floor goes flying. Is the floor still? It's still gently moving. And it's kind of settled a bit. It's a bit more settled, but obviously now it's not fully supported because mm-hmm. you can see where joists have been smashed out. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to come to all of you guys and let you know that this is not a naturally occurring event. This is not seismic activity, um, and I think you probably need to leave. Get get get. Darius and leave because we don't know if this is going to continue there is from the hole a screech and it is a horrible screeching sound and you start to see movement in the dark and then this horrible pallid clammy white arm and hand comes out and reaches and sort of grabs onto the floor edge and these sort of claws dig in. When you say hand, when it's I say a hand, human hand. When I say hand, I think this... this might be like 
bigger than... This is probably about the span of it. It only seems to have four digits, and the span of it is about... Foot and a half across? I wonder why. That's the span it is. of the hand. <laughs> That's the span of the hand, yeah. But it's not a human hand. Uh, no, it's definitely not. But it's it's definitely jointed fingers. There's so only four I'm of them. Look at them. Go, go now. <laughs> now! Somebody get Darius. <laughs> and then run we need across him. the other, because they're going to go along that Head towards wall. Darius whilst getting my flamer out and firing it at the hand. <laughs> Well, first of all, just try we need to identify the targets, don't we? What was his face? I think Rick? it's safe to say that the hand is not on our side. <laughs> no, but what is the hand? Is it a zone of chaos? Yeah, but I just want to delay it. You, sure. you pull, you pull out the flamer, the pilot, and sort of light the pilot light as you run across the fl- as you sort of run across the floor. What was Darius's facial uh, features? At this like? point, was it was it shock? Was it hey, finally, or was it was it was a certain ecstasy. amount of shock? And at this point, he sort of... It probably looks like he... At this point, he's a bit dazed. He's probably sort of partly landed on his head as he's hit the floor and bounced his head off the the floor. And he's looking a little bit glazed. But you can see he's got quite big sort of sleeves to his robes and they fought them back. And you can see down... Anyone who's nearby can see down his arms. He's got... Quite obviously, he's got tattoos on his forearm. This individual, not yeah, not lots of them, <laughs> but he's he's obviously got images tattooed on Ones his arms. Of Mario, <laughs> <laughs> it was me all Do any of them look like the tattoos on that chap that we'd met before? The ones in the the one in the cathedral that had the kind of almost imperial creed, but not quite. When you get if you're close, when you get close enough to see them. They're quite obviously. Then they are quite obviously crudely done, and they seem to be. Well, if you get close, you recognise them more. I'm not that close. close. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm they're close. roughly they're roughly done, but they seem to be. There's imperial symbols, but they seem to be. There's also definitely blades and from my more martial looking. From my common law war, would I say they're imperial guard? They look like imperial guard tattoos. Not then they don't look like they've been done professionally done. These look more like the local barrack barracks cheap, room cheap ones that a soldier might have done. Yeah, they they probably look, arrested a few soldiers. They're, they're probably they look a little bit like the the sort of local barracks room specialist. Has done it rather than a, a professional. A professional tattooist has done them, which is they're a little bit blurred around the edges. And well, while we're admiring the body paint, I'm going to lob a frag grenade down the hole. <laughs> so where I've kind of told people to go, yeah, I'm imagining kind of because you said they were in a corner. They've so basically they've run along the wall to get out. Yeah, I want to jump down and run the opposite, like forty-five. Wall. Forty-five. 90? Yeah, that yeah. way. But, like, jump down and make lots of Noise. heavy that way. Okay. So if it's going to come out, it's coming for me and not everyone else. Well, just pray my frag grenade hits, because otherwise you're all fucked. I hit. I rolled a 12. <laughs> so three degrees of success. <laughs> Fair enough. Just throw it into the hole. Fair enough. You, you, yep. Pull a frag grenade out. Pin. 
sort of it doesn't land in the hole, but it sort of bounces and rolls Her. and drops into the hole. Fire in the hole. <laughs> Everyone, take a... Ooh. If he is shouting a warning, I will kind of... Yeah, you've all, got a, you've all got a warning, at least. Fire in the hole! Uh, did we just get a warning that there's an unnatural phenomenon causing an earthquake? And then yep. you threw a grenade into it. Yep. <laughs> yes! Like a hero. That's what happened. <laughs> yep, you've basically... You hear fire in the hole as you're moving towards said hole. No, no. Away. <laughs> Away. Right. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were the like, the oh, priest is moving help. towards said yeah, hole. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you all give me uh, an agility test at minus 10, oh, please? I, <laughs> I rolled a two! Oh, oh, just. I by four degrees. <laughs> oh no, he falls into the hole! I passed by two. Not degrees. You can. Uh, are you reading? Uh, there's prayers for the Emperor oh, okay. during combat situations. <laughs> He's finding the one. I'm just seeing if there's any anything for blowing up priests. I mean, uh, blowing up enemies. Forgiveness. Uh, well, you could get both. Yeah, that's true. You can use a fake point to reroll. How close were you? Yeah, Blessing of the bomb. I wasn't anywhere near. Oh, you yeah, weren't near enough. Yeah. yeah, the it goes out, and there is this. You hear a. No, I got the same thing. How long is it? <laughs> exactly the same roll. Yeah, how long a fuse was it? Um, it's as long as this prayer takes. Okay. So right. it says, You are the weapon of men, a bright short light to blast the foe when darkness descends. You are the bomb of men, to lift the foe from their feet so they are no longer profane the Emperor's soul. So it's that long. About so quite a lot. Uh, Does this help? About five seconds. That's, that's about two rounds. Yeah. I counted 12 seconds. So about go. 12 seconds. 12 seconds. Gives oh, you enough which, time, Liam. At which point, you hear uh, there's a dull sort of nice. and sort of the odd bit of shrapnel <laughs> pings out and you, you get a sort of there's a definite sort of movement of the floor yes. and this sort of this hand sort of slides slightly so it's right on the edge and there is this it is a deep guttural roar of pain Woo-hoo. comes out of the hole in the floor and another arm sort of reaches out and g- digs like claws into the into the the floor. I know I made it angry. <laughs> you pick up in the, the you pick up the um, fire in the hole. Bug! Fire in the hole. We've had enough rounds. And then you, the the systems register another sort of <laughs> seismic activity in the same location. One that could be familiar to some form of explosive. Yeah. Yes. It definitely has the it has the profile of a um small, a, explosive. small handheld small explosive, explosive device. Handheld device. So, yeah. do, so I heard the warning from Griff that You would have happened. heard it over yes, the combi. Yeah, okay. In the hole. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna reassure re- reassure the Magos that Everything's under control. This was this was, this was planned. <laughs> this was planned. Um, everything's fine. It was a control. Everything's explosion. absolutely fine. An unusual, an unusual thing to find a group willing to destroy a, to destroy the floor, to destroy a imperial church. It's all. In the I name assume of... you mean that your friends are <coughs> well prepared for the unexpected. Yes, it's all in the name of uh, protecting the Emperor's children, I'm sure. (laughs) 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 We will point out that Mark does not understand what he just said, but 
Don't worry, we heard it too. <laughs> Sorry, we'll, we'll explain, explain later. later. <laughs> it takes a long, complicated thing. You're absolutely fine. Yeah. It is something that actually would be a perfectly normal thing to... It would be unusual for you to say. No, kind of. And he, he, he you, you get a sort of... A, yeah, the equivalent of a sort of mechanical Shrugs. electronic shrug as he goes. Hmm. I may have some questions for you once we have fully catalogued the uh, the nature of this event. Sure. Um, from where I am, can I see any more of this thing besides its arms? You you can see you can see sort of. Or is it literally just like pitch black? Below? It's not. It's now not pitch black. You can see something moving, and it, there's a definite glisten. Like a sheen to it, as so the, to the moving things. Are a foot and a half about that wide. So there is there's definitely about a <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve foot gap between the two hands. Oh, it's a chunky boy. Okay. So can we see like shoulders or heads or anything? You can start to see. It looks about like not. a lump. Let's oh. put it like that. You can see a lump start to move, and you can see. As it sort of dra- you can see it sort of drag itself out into the light. You can see a sort of same colour. It's this glistening, horrible lump of Lumpiness. skin and muscle starts to heave itself out of Nothing the. Good thing. ever comes from okay. a glistening lump. What's <laughs> my uh, situation after for after failing my test? Um, and... You you are knocked to the floor. Yeah. You've you've had you 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 just have you basically as you start to sort of roll to your feet. Uh, hopefully. You didn't critically fail, did you? No. That's fine. You didn't accidentally trigger your flamer in the process. Because <laughs> setting fire to the floor might be a bad idea. <laughs> well... Well, you know, most of this church has been burned down before, so... Okay. Um, so, at this point, seeing this kind of weird, like, horrendous-looking thing coming out of the ground, from nowhere, I'm going to swish my the auto gun from under my coat. Mm-hmm. Into my hands and just open fire into the thing on fully auto. Fair enough. Anyone who can see the hole at this point, can you please give me a willpower test at minus ten? Bless you, Amy, because I have a skill. I have unshakable faith. Ah, I have pure faith. (laughs) Together we can form the faith squad. Fair enough. I roll this. You, 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 you both mutter prayers to the emperor under your breath as this thing starts. Quite excited about burning some heretics. Drag it out of it. Yeah, so I'm completely immune to demonic presence. I have failed by one point. One point. Demonic presence. I'm just going to keep going. You keep running, but you, you certainly start to curve away. From the hole, so and maybe try less hard to make lots of noise. Yeah, I ignore just... demonic presence. <laughs> nope. Uh, or is this a fear test? It is effectively a fear test. So if it's not demonic presence, I can spend a fake point and become immune to fear. So I'll do that. You're going to become immune to fear. Uh, yes, I do have like you blessed could... ignorance and stuff. So <laughs> you, could, you could just roll. <laughs> no, because I don't want to fail and run away. <laughs> Well, this is our first combat, Roger. I want to look cool in front of my friends. <laughs> you you mutter a, a, a prayer to the Emperor. It, it's one of the oldest you know. It was sort of something you learned oh, when you were one. young. He's got one in the book. It's one of those ones that you learn as a young child. Just a, a prayer to the Emperor for his protection and his faith. And It's probably the, just the first one in there, John. Yeah, mighty Emperor, spread your divine light to protect me from darkness. Yep. 
you feel you you get this sort of warm feeling infuse you, and you himself. from outside you start it from outside you start to hear the sound of people singing imperial hymns. <laughs> nice, fucking imperial saint. <laughs> Um, right, at this point, everyone... Does anyone have a pencil? Pure faith. It's initiative time, everybody. Yay! How do we do that? Do I get to act first because I initiated combat? It's agility, isn't it? Uh, D10 plus your agility bonus. By the power of Grayskull! The tech priest turns to you and goes... The use of weapons suggests a suggests a dangerous presence. I am activating I am activating the support systems. The temple is going into lockdown. However, if you wish to assist your friends, I can give you access to one I can give you access to one of the one of the servitor guards that you can access remotely. Oh, so you can control a servitor guard. Okay. Yes, in in, in, in in light of my uh, my apparent recent faux pas, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, re- reiterate that my uh, my allegiance is to the Mechanicus, obviously. Um, you gonna pilot the servitor? Yeah, why not? Why Shout not? Robot got... wars as you charge. <laughs> Can I? I do have no three, two, one. Activate. <laughs> I do, ha- I do have common law robot wars. Craig Charles. The holy saint of the Mechanicum. Praise be his name. Can you imagine? <laughs> a godlike figure. Craig Charles. Who do you think the Omnisar is? Ah, it's Craig Charles. Plot twist. The, um, you, you, get, you get a um, sort of a buzz on the edge of your consciousness as the um, you, you sort of feel a connection to a different a, another system to become active. Then you can sort of feel it on the edge of your sort of vision and hearing. It's almost it is on the edge of your vision and hearing, but it's can obviously I feel it in my fingers. A little bit, yeah. Can I and feel it in my toes? Possibly yeah, depends toes. on how much you've got. You do I have a toes? <laughs> Asking the important you've questions. Got, you've got yeah. people legs, and you still. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Technology is so all around me. <laughs> and the screen sort of changes. It, it sort of fades away, and there is a a, a numeral three appears, followed by a two. Followed by a one, followed by a symbol of the the symbol of the Mechanicum flashes up, and then the screen sort of opens up. Um, of it's obviously a view through a a camera or a, an ocu- a, like a vision system, and of a door sort of rising, and you can see the square ahead of you. So and, I'm now perceiving what the, and the as, yeah. as you sort of basically as you sort of sort of you can feel. Like you can feel the control of this servitor on the edge of your perception, and as you sort of take control of it, you sort of—it's almost like mentally grabbing it. Yeah. Um, within your vision, sort of, you get like an overlay lights up in your vision, so you've effectively almost got like a tactical UI. UI <laughs> generates, but it's this sort of weird greeny vision similar to the one you saw on the symbol sort of activates in inside your vision so it's overlaying what you can see right, okay. like this is not something you've ever had happen before it's a little bit strange but as you take control this sort of servitor this sort of you the viewpoint you get moves out into the square and you can see within my control 
within your control. Okay. You can see the sort of there's a lot of people crowding around. There's a few people sort of lying on the sort of sat around or lying on the floor. There's other people sort of comforting people around. Um, and there's this crowd, and you can through you also start to get a sort of weird tinny sound in your ear, in your ear, which is the sound of singing. But it's slightly weird because you can hear the same thing echoed through your other ear. Okay. <laughs> it's a slight <laughs> Doppler effect of yeah, having yeah, yeah. two different microphones picking up from different places the same thing. Okay. Can I can I determine whether th- this this thing that I'm controlling is there any danger to me if this thing is harmed or doesn't doesn't seem to be. It, okay. it, if it shut it, if it shuts down then unless you're you spend a lot of time controlling it very very using it like another body. Yeah. It's not then good. it's probably not going to do if you like that it would do you damage. This is basically no, remote controlling. Playing a video game. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna burst into the church and say, "Get away from her, you bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna shout Transformers more than meets the eye. <laughs> no, no. Uh, can I can I get through the you you the crowd as and... as you move towards the crowd <laughs> and people you see people sort of turn to look. At you, and this sort of corridor opens ahead of nice. you. Nice. I kind of can roll out as as people just get out of the way of this thing because you can't actually see what you are. All you've got yeah. is the view out. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but you can definitely feel weapon system controls slaved okay. into it. So right. it's some form of mechanical guardian. I still have contact with these guys, right? Yeah. I can still communicate. Okay, so. Um, I'm just going to kind of let you guys know that I'm I'm kind of rolling in <laughs> in some kind of servitor body. Yeah, I don't I don't know what I look like, but but I'm coming. So don't kill me, please. Um, and try and get a well. Can, actually, can I see where the where this the source of the the you're still outside the building, but you're you're oh. sort of moving across towards the front doors of the building at this okay. point. So you need to roll initiative as well. So roll a dice. So that's what, again. Just roll. roll a d10. One d10, oh. and then add the first number of your one, agility. Two. Of your so roll the five. Seven. Seven. Okay. So. Is that good? What are your yeah, numbers, people? Oh. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Ten. Ten. Five. Five. <laughs> Seven. Seven. And Thirteen. Thirteen. Yay! Do <laughs> so I act first? So I was the one that pulled the gun and opened fire. So the higher number goes first. Um, you, you, oh, I see. <laughs> you have a, you do have a drop, oh, a drop on it. So I'll, I'll give you a surprise round. Okay. Sure. Um, yeah. Okay. You, you do get a surprise round drop on it. So. Full auto with an auto gun. Yeah, into I literally the hole. used quick draw, pulling it out from behind the coat, out of seemingly nowhere, and just unload. Well, it's, you're using a fully automatic weapon into a hole, and this thing, it's quite a bit of it in the hole. So it's a plus 30 to hit it on top of whatever bonus other bonuses you get. Oh, sweet. So that's plus 50 overall. I'm assuming from range and everything. Yeah, because and you're size. practically on top of it. It's a very big thing. Yeah. Uh, 13 to hit. 13 to hit. So against... I was on 95. So uh, oh dear. 8 degrees of success. So what 9 f- bullets hit. Because my gun is full auto 10. Because it's an auto gun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Fair enough. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 
So you you order thirteen, thirty one, so you, you body into the mass of this thing that's it's rising out of the hole. Yeah. Auto gun. Uh plus three. So ten damage in the first shot. Okay. Six. Ooh, ten. Plus so we're writing five, this down. fifteen, eighteen. Yep. Four. <laughs> Eleven. Six. Six. Nope. So thirteen. And twelve. Not usually this many numbers. <laughs> he has basically he has just opened up with a fully automatic rifle into it. Um with a very high rate of fire. So they're the individual damage levels for each Yeah, each bullet. Yeah. Okay. There's a a screeching sound, and this you can see bunching muscles in the arms as this thing starts to pull itself out. So, thirteens were the next highest, yeah. Yes. Hmm. Uh, who has the higher agility? Because you both got the same. Lynn. Thirty-one. Thirty-four. You're going next. <laughs> Did that hurt it? <laughs> it did. You, they, they, did you can definitely see. You can see. Please, we can kill it. You can definitely see these sort of wounds. There's definitely gunshot wounds in the top of it, but and it, there is a sort of murky brown fluid sort of leaking <laughs> from some of them. <laughs> Does it have a defined head? Not that you can see yet. It hasn't Ooh. stood up yet. <laughs> okay. Um, I won't do the full auto. I'm going to take a, a called shot. Okay. To its left elbow, because if it's pulling itself up, I imagine it weighs a lot. If I can get that elbow off, okay, you're going to fall back in the hole. So, uh, what's the minus for a called shot? Twenty. Twenty. Well, I'm getting plus thirty, so I get plus ten on top of my normal bonuses. Yep. Bam! I rolled a 61, which isn't enough to hit it, I don't think, unfortunately. I just missed. Just missed. Do I want to adjust down, which would make it a hit? No, it's a bit too early in the fight to be spending fake points. <laughs> so I just go... <laughs> you, you, it, it sort of scorches across the flesh. Yeah. Uh, and you can see a sort of dark burn sort of scores across part of the arm, but it doesn't seem to bother it in any way, shape, oh, or well. form. I just thought that'd be like if it its own weight could um, drag it down. Do we need to concentrate I... fire on one particular point? Can I point? try and uh, determine what it is from what I can see so far? Uh, you can enough? try. Is it Some kind of mutant. Or... Or... I have forbidden law. Forbidden law. So... <laughs> <laughs> Whisper it. Heresy. Heresy. Um, blessed ignorance. No, I didn't pass that. No, it doesn't appear to be. It's weird. It's weird and a bit horrible, but it doesn't feel wrong in the sort of. It doesn't have that wrongness that you have come to associate with chaos, the dark powers as such. Okay, Um, and can I see the uh, shepherd? Still, yeah, he he he's sort of gently dragging himself up on his elbows, and this he sort of caught sight of this thing, and he sort of just stopped. And frozen. Uh, I want to try and continue round to him. Okay. Kind of round the hole and yeah. flame the hand if I can. 
You can move. Sorry. You can move around it, um, but sort of you're you're concentrating on identifying it at that point. Yeah. So the flame is there and ready. Okay. But I keep my eyes keep... on each of them <laughs> like a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I want to make sure that he doesn't run off whilst so, fighting. So, next up basically. is... Roger again, isn't it? Uh, on ten. Ten. So, yes, because you got seven. seven yeah, yeah, so ten. Again, I'm just going to repeat what I did before. Rat-a-tat. Just that. So, you've got to go first because he surprised it. Okay. And, and nine. Then, yeah, that's pretty good. Cool. Uh, eight degrees, started, so, so nine hits again. Nine hits. Fair enough. I guess I probably just haven't moved the gun, just trying to hold it steady. Do you want some more D10s to make this How many faster? rounds do you use before you run out? Uh, I can do this once more before the gun goes click, 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 click. Um, we'll just give Roger some more D10s to speed this up. Oh, right, that's clever. So I need to roll. If it's actually kind of Seven, a so two more. And they're all plus three, aren't they? Scaled. Um, it's probably about 25 so to 30 foot tall. Right, okay. So a, By my estimation, it's literally off. So a ten, seven, four, five, it's about the size five. Oh dear! Oh, nice, another ten. Oh dear! This one might actually do something. Twenty-six. Uh, well, we know who's pissed it off. <laughs> and yes, then the last two. Um, uh, eleven and an eight. Yeah, that that had a slightly. You must have basically not changed the point you're firing at, because the bullets. A hole. Just, yeah, literally, <laughs> you've just kept into the same point, and at one point there is this sort of fleshy explosion, and there's this just sort of mist of blood, and well, you could, you, I suppose it's blood, but it's this sort of goo. mist of brown liquidy goo bursts out of the top of this thing, um, and there is this sort of keening scream and the sort of the arms sort of go a bit wobbly <laughs> and then the, the sort of claws dig back in as this thing then hauls itself out of the pit and you can you can see the sort of up to effectively about its waist come out and I'm going to show you what it is. It's a raid boss. Oh, it's. Mm. What is it? Visualizing a That's a giant end. pile of no. I don't, don't like it. I can't see it. Well, right, we'll, we'll just flick it around so they can see. That is disgusting. And we'll just see if we can give everyone at home a little view of what they are seeing pulling itself out of the floor. So pretty. Yeah. That's not what I would say. So mistake. it does kind of have a head. It's a weird. It's kind of got a mouth in its body. Yeah, you can see, as you can see, it is quite kind of more squat, and it has got sort of quite sort of simian limb like arms. Do you have any like creature identifying stuff, Bina? Yes, person. But it's not my turn yet. (laughs) No, I reckon it's a mutant. This thing drags itself out, and sort of it's an enemy of mankind. That's good enough for me. It's not human, so the weird more head appears with this sort of. Dro- quite large dro- sort of drool of icor sort of flowing down its its head. This sort of it's quite a sort of a, a weird sort of tongue sort of flicks out of the sort of the face and sort of you can see it sort of tasting its own blood with its tongue as it sort of drags itself out and about half of it's now sort of 
pulled itself out of the hole, and one hand sort of reaches out and digs further into the floor. It's now Bob's uh, turn. What can I do? I don't know what I've got on this you, thing. The door's open. <laughs> you basically, you come up the steps, and from the, the rattle of it, it's quite obviously, you, you seem to think you're on tracks. Because okay. you sort of rattled up the... It's a little bit of a sort of back up oh, I see. view. Yeah, yeah, As yeah. you come onto the top, you can... The doors are open and you can... Inside, you can sort of... You hear the rattle of automatic gunfire. And you can see sort of this dark sort of hole in the floor with this creature starting to rear out of it as you come through the door. Okay. Do, do so, I know what weapons I've got? No, not well. It's the, it's the as as you. This thing seems to have its own threat indicator, and it sort of you get this ping. <laughs> this thing pings up, go which suggests the weapons are now live. Okay. And one seems to have a, a counter on it, like a, a number counter on on one arm, mm. and the other seems to have a okay? like a power gauge. Okay, so some kind of an energy weapon. Yeah, safe to assume. Okay. Just pull the trigger and find if, out. <laughs> so, well, would I be rolling for intelligence? Because I'm not actually firing the weapons myself. It's well, you, this. at this point, you are you are, you are, are controlling it. It's up oh, to you. Oh, I see. Okay. You can either choose to fire it yourself, so you take control of the weapon. Yeah. Or you can let the targeting systems of the machine do the actual firing. Can I just run the thing's hands over? In my tanky body, uh, this, crush it. you're still looking up at this thing. Oh, I see. It's, it's, the, oh, it's that far out that as it's now you, towering above. It, it, as you've moved past people, it's fairly sure you're only about six, seven. You're probably only about. You're still only about six foot high. Mm. Okay. Maybe, maybe a little bit more. So you're not massively. It doesn't seem like you're massively bigger than so a I'm human. Like, I'm like a like a mech type thing rather than yeah, it's yeah. an actual tank. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're not that big, I'm afraid. Yeah, can it's I see like a person with robot bits? Like Iron Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but less smug, hopefully. Uh, well, the Zerator has no personality, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. Can I see where Lex is hit? You there's definite you can't see it. Probably wrong angle because I think I'm behind it. Yeah, oh, and also it's now higher than you can actually shoot so, down right, into. But you right, can right. see the sort of the you can see it's been injured because you can see this sort of drizzle of brown running down its yeah sort of head shoulder and starting to down the chest. Uh, so it. I'm 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 going to assume from that 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 it's been injured in that that area and the head's the obvious target anyway. So. Can I access the targeting system to see if it can get some kind of a lock? You want to basically attempt to call shot the head. Essentially, if I can, yeah. if the angle's right. Are you going to use your ballistic skill or are you going to use it? I'm going to work on the assumption that this piece of technology has better ballistic skills than mine. Fair enough. That's a good assumption. Which are only 24. <laughs> That's so, a very good assumption. So yes, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to put my faith in the... Uh, you give me an give me a tech use test. Okay. So and plus ten on that. Choose your weapon system, left arm or right arm. So the left was the thing with the countdown, and the right was the thing with the 
energy cash. Yeah. I'm going to use the right. Okay. Because <laughs> I think that's going to be a bit more of a surgical strike rather than something that could potentially just bounce off somewhere. Um, yeah. oh, four. 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 Yes. Nice. Um, how many degrees <laughs> of success was that? Four. Well, it, it's, oh, yeah. four degrees. Yeah, it's four degrees. Four yeah. degrees. Um, okay. Have an extra plus 20 because hmm? you've basically you've given it some information to improve the targeting of itself. So okay. its ballistic skill is 40. So you're only on 60. So you're on 60s. That's the 20. To hit. So its its one's different to yours. Yeah. yeah. So you've got its is a base 40. So its its sheet would have a 40 on oh, it. Oh, I see. Plus the 20 see. that Loz has given you for telling it where. So to. I've got so I've got to roll so against 60, 60 essentially. Yeah. Leave. That's good. 7. Ooh. No, oh, no, 97. 97. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I fake point you it? You can fake point things like this, yes. If you want to use there one to re-roll it. Miracles I will. Miracles if you... 79. Oh. <laughs> there is a... There is a flash. At least we know what it is now. There is a, there's a flash um, and a sort of crack sound as a las bolt flicks out of basically the, the arm what you guys see is a servitor roll in it's tracked basically from about where its knees should be is a track unit mm. other than that it's sort of a fairly heavy set humanoid human figure with lots of um obviously lots of uh, cybernetics and other things bolted into it mm-hmm. this was once a person however this person has done something that Basically means they have literally wiped his mind and uh, stuck a load of um, stuck a load of computer chips in to effectively lobotomize him Lovely. and turn it into a semi-human. Do you know the Borg from Star Trek? Yes, that but that. with that but with no free will yeah. of any type. It's literally just following commands like a computer. Mm. Um, this one's still got a reasonable amount of the human left to it. It's obviously human, but attached <coughs> where one wrist arm should be is the protruding edge of what looks like a las weapon and the other one seems to have a three barreled that seems to be rotating um rotating three barrels poking out of where would be the other wrist and a large sort of like an ammo belt ammo belt that sort of comes down from somewhere on its back around its arm sort of then vanishes into its forearm cool i don't know that do i you can and I you can kind of arms? see that you can see the ends as the ha- as the arms come up. Like okay. playing doom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit actually. Okay, <laughs> that's exactly how it is. <laughs> so yeah, the you see a lasbolt crack out and it just sort of it again skims a shoulder, and it, you can see a blackened mark, and actually yeah. uh, you get a zoom in from. A sort of action replay. A, a zo- <laughs> in your sort of vision, you get it actually automatically zooms in on the point of damage. Should have zoomed in before I fired it. And like you can see, <laughs> and you can see a sort of black score. It's fine. You can do that next time. Through its shoulder. Yes. Okay. But it doesn't seem to be bothered by it. Oh, right. It's up to you, Galba. Yeah, tell us what it is. Which makes it your go. So I was running around away ish. Um. A, yeah, Scholastic Lord Beasts. Yep. Worth a shot. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, no idea what that is. Oh. No idea. <laughs> um, and then how close am I to that far wall now? So the back wall of the yeah. building. You're, but at this point, you're probably three quarters of the way to it. Okay. Cool. So, and then how far away is that? Um, we'll say about 20 metres. That's a range. Shotgun! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to line it up, because I've already kind of done stuff, Okay, but you're, yeah. you're going to aim on it. <laughs> I'm putting that between... It and me. Fair <laughs> enough. It doesn't come in this direction. <laughs> so, background to the guardsman. This thing is now quite obvious in the... There's quite a bit more of it. Is it out of the hole or is it still leaning on its arms? It's, it, it seems to be sort of dragging itself forward. Uh, sort of... It's sort of hauled the top of its body sort of up. And it's sort of leaning onto the the remains of the floor and sort of dragging itself forward. Okay, I'll switch to semi-automatic and aim for his hand. Uh, I don't think they've got a semi... Have they don't? No. I'll keep on single oh, shot. Oh, no, they do. Semi three. But you can't do a cord shot with a semi. Uh, then I'll keep on single and do a cord shot to cord the hand. Cord shot to the hand. Okay. I did hit that time with uh, 49... Uh, so four degrees... No, three degrees of success. Okay, so you get so you get an extra, so you get two hits on it. Oh, it's only a single shot. Only oh, single, single shot. shot, yeah. Bam. Of course, yeah. Aim for the so yeah, just uh, yeah. two d10, does it? Or one? D10 plus three. Bam! Oh, nine. nine points of damage to the finger. Fair hmm. enough. There's a it, it, you see the sort of burn going to the hand, and it there is a sort of the hand sort of you could see it tense. There's a pain response as it tenses, and it sort of you hear it scratch on the wood as the claws sort of scrape along it, as this lasbolt digs uh, into its hand, or well, as the bullet yeah. goes in, and there's this sort of cratered wound on the back of its hand, <laughs> and you could anyone who's particularly close can just see the tendons moving underneath as the Lovely. hand sort of grips into it. Nice, nice. Not close enough. No. I'm the so, wrong side. I'm behind the. You're thing. behind it. Yeah. <laughs> you There's are a big it's, hole and it. It. <laughs> yeah. You can see. You can hear the sound of the lasbolts go as the lasbolts going off, but you can't really see. I can't There's see. There's sort much. of galva off to one side of you, and you're probably just visible around the other edge, heading for the the preacher on the floor. Yeah. How far away from him am I now? And has uh, he moved? He he's sort of he is still there, staring at this thing. He's, he's sort of. Okay. Probably trying to work out if he's actually seeing what he thinks he's seeing. <laughs> um, am I able you could, to just kind of flame it as I continue you can, around? You, if you it? run, yeah. you could basically just trigger the flamer as you run. Yeah, I'll basically just spray it. <laughs> oh, spray and pray. <laughs> spray and pray. However, it's high enough out now that I want to try and just not aim for the floor, which is made of wood. It is wood, so, yeah. Oh, try floor. to aim up slightly. <laughs> There's enough of it there yeah. to aim for. Uh, yeah, you can do that. You can't really aim it. You, it is sort of pull the trigger and run. Well, I'm just aiming not at the floor. That's my, <laughs> as far as aiming goes. Fair enough. Um, it's, a minus, it's definitely a minus 20 for triggering it on the run. No. You 91. <laughs> you flame the ceiling? You, you, you sort of... You, 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 never you, too worried. You, you, so you not hit the floor. Yeah. You, you, you do sort of a burst of flame out of it. But it's sort of as you're moving, you misjudge it, and it sort of 
it washes, it's not a con- tight enough cone. You basically do this huge billowing cloud of flame. Mm-hmm. And it looks it sort of, awesome. It looks great. It, it's very <laughs> impressive, but it does sort of wash against its skin. And you can see the sort of, well, you don't see, because you'll see the flame and the smoke. You smell a faint sizzle. <laughs> well, there is a definite, you hear a sort of popping sound yeah. of something dry, of like li- of something drying out and evaporating very quickly and there's this sort of yeah definite sizzling sound um and you hear a sort of there's a sort of rumbling growl from Feel this thing. the emperor's light <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <laughs> um yeah. Yep. You in doing so, you are basically you are within feet of of mm. this guy. You run, and as you you say that, you you sort of his head sort of turns towards you as he hears the sort of your invocation to the emperor. Um, yeah, my finger's not moving. I'm literally just <laughs> holding down the trigger and probably <laughs> uttering a prayer to the emperor under my breath. <laughs> Fair enough. So you're 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 just spraying into it now. Yeah, just continuing spray. to spray. Until it, it, it's a big target. It's quite difficult to miss, especially as you're probably only you say um, twenty. <laughs> Flamers are. I'm going to fortune <laughs> point that. That was a ninety-seven. Ooh. Click, yeah, that's click, better. Click. A twenty-three. Uh, two seven degrees of success. You're gonna need some more dice again, aren't you? <laughs> need to throw one more. Um, four four. Uh, five. Eight. Twelve twelve, and. 14. Is that another 10? To... Yeah. And my last one. Uh, a 9. Okay. You, you you put a nice line of craters into its back. Uh-huh. And this bit, see, the, the, you can see quite big sort of flat puffs of flesh and chunks sort of blast out as it, these go in. And this thing, that it does seem to sort of... You can see the flesh sort of quiver. And it does sort, of, and there is a again this sort of rumbling growl, but it's a bit higher pitched, and Did... you can see blood spurt out of these. Okay, so I am doing something. You are doing something okay. to this thing. It, 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 it's it's starting to regret its decisions. <laughs> as soon as the the magazine runs dry, with my very good train, my very highly trained precision, release the existing one and rapid reload you could say sliding another magazine in (laughs) (laughs) ah rapid reload free action to reload always remember to do it at the end of a round (laughs) fair enough this thing sort of it's quivering you can see you have to put an effort in but it sort of there's a drag as it pulls itself up onto the thing, sort of onto its knees and rears up. And this thing on it re- on its knees sort of reared up is huge. Fourteen foot high? Mm-hmm. Huge. I don't like it. It is this thing it's sort of squat and simian and but it is off, on its feet fifteen, fifteen, sixteen foot floor to sort of hump of the shoulders because its head obviously comes out the front. Yeah, it's not upright, it's mm. more and it it sort of pulls itself up and sort of looks around 
and its arm starts to basically this arm sort of uncurls and starts to swing down towards the edge of the pit where hmm. Gaius does it have eyes and the free it it not that you can currently tell. Well, I mean, I'm kind of not really looking. <laughs> it's just got a face mouth, has it? It's got this sort of... You can see that this thing sort of teeth. opened lots of, up lots of with teeth. lots of teeth. Um, and it sort of... It lets out this sort of roar. This echoes around the building. Uh, but yeah, it, you can't obviously see eyes from... I don't think any... any none of you can obviously see eyes. Cool. Kind of guessing it lives in the dark. Yeah, I was going to throw a flashbang at his head, but that wouldn't work. <laughs> well, we also probably wouldn't appreciate <laughs> So, I was going to be flash. screaming at it about defiling the place, <laughs> the place of the Emperor's <laughs> worship. Yep, insult it. Oh, but, uh, yeah. I've still got 60 for ballistics, better. right? If I'm using the. Level That's why you've got it. Yeah, unless you, you can, you can choose to take you can choose to take another test to try and get bonuses <laughs> again to retarget. Oh, I see. Right, so I've got a test for for targeting, yeah. then test for. It's one of them. It's the just shoot, just firing the gun takes half of your. I mean, basically, it's half of your action. If if you want to sort of try and spray with them, because they obviously these have got multiple shots. Mm. You just open up. You don't have the time. It doesn't. You just go to hell with targeting suppressive fire, effectively. You just open up. Well, it's a pretty big target. I'm guessing by this point I'm fairly close to There's it. now so much of it there, you're getting bonuses just for its sheer size. Okay, let's just go for a, like a shot across its just bow. Just across the body. <laughs> trigger. Yeah. A shot across the bow. <laughs> so you're going you're to trigger the... Which arm are you going to trigger? Left or right? You've done the left one already. Yeah, but I'm worried that this thing with the countdown on it, this place is, there's lots of wood and the floor is already falling apart. And what I don't want to do is cause a cave-in or something like that. So I think I'm just, I think I'm going to have to go with the Laz again. Can we just blame it on that? And also, <laughs> yeah, I guess I can also kind of glance across it as this beam is firing out. Right? Yeah, what idiot, fire full auto in here. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I rolling against? Techniques so, first, if you want to aim. So yeah, are you going to do a single shot with the the las weapon, or are you going to? Tr- it does have multiple shots. It is effectively a. Pew, pew, pew. You have Three basically shots. got a las. Cannon. No. Las rifle. <laughs> Full auto las cannon. <laughs> you, you, you you've got a la, you've got a las gun. Um. Yeah, it's a it's a standard las gun with a slightly shorter range, so it's only an eighty meter range rather than a hundred meter range, which only. is n- nothing in when you're in the confines of a building. Yeah. Um, but it does have a slightly higher damage rate, pew, pew, so it's doing. It's a sawn off las gun. <laughs> so it, it's doing instead of doing one d ten plus three, it's doing one d ten plus five. Shoot Okay. Okay, yeah, I'm not. So I can either aim and then fire aim once, and, or aim and do I a single can... shot, or you can basically activate spray and pray. Spray and pray. At which point, it's may as well three shots. May as well. My last, shots, my last okay. attempt was semi. Uh, single yeah. or semi three. Okay, so 
I roll against ballistics again. Straight. So it's against the ballistic skill, but okay. because you're using semi-automatic, it's um, plus ten. Plus ten. And I'm rolling against the, the, the size skill of, of the the thing that I'm inhabiting, yeah. which is forty. Forty plus 10. ten. And do I get my and ten? plus twenty for the size of it? So plus 70. seventy. Seventy. Okay. Ooh, Twenty. Yes. Nice. Uh, so five. That's increase. all three. Yeah, all three. Hit. All three shots. The three. The basically you 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 scorched it the first time, but now there's a nice big target to it. Yeah. Where you're aiming. What did you? What did you roll? Twenty. 20. So, so it's in degrees. the face. Yeah, you've literally just gone <laughs> and shot it in the mouth. Three shots straight to... Literally, as the moor opens to, to roar, you put three shots straight down the mouth of it. Because Lovely. whenever you roll to hit, whatever you hit on, yes, you reverse the number. Is. So your 20 becomes zero two. And that's yeah. in the head. Oh, okay. And you can roll this as well, and that's all your dash. Eat roll this biological. Oh, I see. From all my three hits. Yeah, and then plus five to each of them, and that's your damage. So... Or just add 15. Oh, so that's a two. So seven. Seven. Yeah, that's two. Oh, because it's plus five. So yeah. seven, uh, nine, and fourteen. Fair enough. Nice. You, you there, nice. There's, there's a slight gurgling sound. <laughs> there's a definite gurgling sound, and there's this sort of the thing. It's it's kind. Of, the thing tries to roar again, and what you get is a sort of yeah. coughing. <laughs> it, it's basically a sort of aspirating cough, and this brown stuff, sort of expels from the mouth along with a couple of sort of tiny little shards of teeth and a lump of flesh just sort of flops onto the floor. Is it his tongue? No, this looks like you basically blasted a lump of its throat out. Oh, oh nice. Lovely. And it, it sort of tries to roar and there's just this gurgling <laughs> sound nice. as this lump drops on the floor and it sort of wobbles forward slightly. Oh, and this thing, it, it sort of as it, it sort of looks around at you as this arm's gone out, and this sort of it, it seems to lose a little bit of coordination. <laughs> Shoot it! What are you going to do, Galva? I've got a shotgun. <clears throat> Can you look at it first? Click, though? click, <laughs> boom! I tried that already. Oh, we'll look at it when it's dead. We're looking at it. Okay, so it's only a single shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is two shots, right? Because it has a clip of two in the reload. So you can count? fire two shots before you have to reload it. Oh, you've just got a oh, double-barreled okay. shotgun. Nice. They're always okay. the coolest shotguns. Um, okay, the trouble is I have to roll... Oh, but you said, like, what, plus 30 or something. Yeah, so it's, it's that a still game. Thing. Yeah, this thing is big. I hit, just about. Nice. <laughs> Where did you hit it? I hit it in the 86. So I've shot right it. Right in, in the, the 86. So you, you basically, you blasted it. So it's gone, ah! And I've just blasted gone. it in the hip, basically, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so I've got 1d10 plus 4. Mm-hmm. Believe. 9 points of damage. 9. That's a good number. You see, there's a, you sort of see, there's a sort of bloody, well, sort of brown bloody puff as the pellets burn into, sort of go mm-hmm. into it. And this thing sort of. It sort of slumps Simba. slightly, slumps down slightly, mm-hmm. and it, it sort of the other arm has to sort of come down to support it as it's. It looks like it's you've severed something in the hip and it's sort of collapsed, mm-hmm. or it's the hip's not moving properly and it's sort of having to hold itself up. He's not having a good day. No, monster. especially as it's now your go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it chose. 
It chose poorly. <laughs> I, I take out a crack grenade and say, just, relax his explosives. And just pull the pin and throw it into its mouth. So I'm aimed cold shot. Cold shot with a grenade. Don't miss. I believe. I missed. That's a zero. Oh, it's a six. <laughs> so I missed it. I got a 60. What was, uh, the, what was the difficulty? Uh -oh. Uh, it's minus 40. 20 for cold shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, so 49. Okay, so only the two of us are on different sides of this. I'm going to reroll it. I believe in the Emperor. <laughs> Good call. I believe in the Emperor. Oh, Grace Gull. I, I rolled 65. <laughs> one, one point better? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The, it, I have the pencil. You, you put, and it, it, you, you throw it towards it. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Um, as it falls down, but as it, it sails over, well, as head. it as it sort of falls, the hand sort of <laughs> crunches into the ground, and it just causes the floor to shift Further, slightly, yeah. and you uh, your your throw just sort of it just puts you off the throw, and it bounces ah. towards it, and lands about. Well, let's see. You're you're aiming for. I'm getting to land it at its feet. Oh, he was oh, aiming to get it in his mouth. Oh, into its mouth. Okay, nice. right. <laughs> Let's see which direction it goes then. Double dice. <laughs> it you've basically you wobble and you've overclocked it and it's just gently gone up and over its head. Landed on Shepherd whatever space's lap. <laughs> no, it's basically it's landed it's gone slightly over its head and it's dropping it's basically dropping down its back. Oh nice. It hasn't gone off yet. <laughs> Fair. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> That's an impact. Um, have I reached the priest yet? Yeah, crap. yeah you're, you're basically you're basically standing almost over him at this point. Okay. And you're you're sort of... There's you've crack seen grenades left. This, this thing sort of... My original thinking It's was... fallen back. It's sort of fallen away from you because it, yeah. it's sort of fallen towards the other side of the, the hole. So, uh, but this arm has sort of swiped out as all the fire... As all these... Bullets and shotgun shells have gone into it, and it sort of swept, tried to obviously swipe out at you, hmm. and it's and it sort of it just completely misses. The arm passes six feet in front of your face, but there is this sort of taloned face, this huge paw with talons has just got sort of whipped past your face at about yeah six hmm. foot away, and then it's sort of fallen away, and the arms sort of flailed up. Okay. Um. I kind of wanted to pick the guy up mm -hmm. and also <laughs> try and trigger the flame. Keep on holding the trigger down, yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. I'm, so I'm not even really. Yeah, okay. You, I you know can basically holding it one handed the... is not going to be Shall working out well either. No. <laughs> it's, it's at the minus 20 because you're now basically yeah. trying to haul someone from the floor. So as I do it, I want to be like. And uh, trying not yeah. to wobble around the flaming, the thing spewing yeah. fire out at it. Stand with me, brother. Fight against this evil that defiles <laughs> uh, the emperor's name and his temple. It's defaming this place. I don't like being in between him and the big monster. <laughs> um, I actually hit. Hey! hey. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, that's a twelve. He definitely hit it. Nice. <laughs> so, oh, this is the fun bit. I mean, there is no litany of burning people. D ten <laughs> plus four. Litany of burning light. Yep. Where is that when you need it? That flamers. Smiling, smiling. D ten. Oh, smiling, smiling. <laughs> Everybody smile. Where do you think we are? <laughs> oh, I forgot. Actually, sorry, we've been... It's a flamer. Yeah. You don't need to take a ballistic skill test. Oh. I need to make an agility test. Oh. <laughs> or take damage 
take oh. the damage, and then see if I catch on I fire. Think it was fair because I was trying to avoid hitting the floor. Yeah, so, fair enough. But... You you definitely you've definitely yeah. done it. I now need this thing needs to see if it doesn't it's if it can dodge. With only two out of its and it's, yeah, it's a very large thing, so it's not gonna. The chances of this thing passing an agility check. <laughs> yep. Suddenly starts doing the conga. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, it, this thing's flailing around as this cone of fire burns into it. It is not a happy thing. So what damage is it? Seven pen three. Seven pen three. So it's an automatic seven. No, uh, road three. Yeah. One d ten plus four. Yeah, it, it washes over it, and you can see there's a bliss that that's that smell again. So it does flame? And the, it does. flame means that I need to see if I can fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, it washes over it, and it, it sort of there's this cooking smell and you can smell this sort of rancid there's this popping sound of what's it's almost like the smell of bacon to be fair fat. it smells better than the hole it does smell better than the hole there's a sound it's almost like um it's that dry popping smell of wet bacon fat drying out mm-hmm. under extreme heat Lovely. <laughs> uh there is a there is a great big bacon. screech and it's on fire the flame, the the the, the Prometheum, because it's very oily, just sticks to this thing's body, and it, this sort of runnels of flame just sort of wash over it and catch light as this thing starts to burn, as this stuff sticks to it. And we accidentally a Balrog. Feel the Emperor's <laughs> fury. It's now on fire. Excellent. Which means it does more damage to us. <laughs> it's now it's now on fire, and this thing this thing just sort of rears back, and there's this sort of gurgling screech, this sort of <laughs> sound comes out of this, and it starts to sort of like teeter as it just starts to tip backwards. It starts to tip backwards and fall. Oh, and the grenade goes oh, so off. The grenade. <laughs> and the grenade goes off. <laughs> because the timing, if you set it, if you set all of your grenades to about the same, yeah, you have time to do something before the grenade goes off. Rex, how, how far from the grenade am I? You are at this point. It's rolling effectively down. Honest, its I don't back. know what kind of grenade it is, so I'm going to no. assume it's probably another fragmentation grenade. It's reasonable to assume. You're probably about 15 foot away from the edge of the hole. I think. Okay, so behind I'm, it. I'm far enough away from. Yeah, the Yeah, you, you sort of moved behind it, didn't? As it came out, and it was facing yeah, the door. Yeah, it's doors. one side of the hole. I'm the other one. Yeah, so it's falling back towards you, and you can see this grenade falling down behind it. <laughs> okay, yeah, in which case I'm not going to take I'm literally just going to leap backwards You're going to jump backwards <laughs> Kind of combat rolling directly backwards Yeah, fair enough As this thing falls Backwards It sort of drops backwards into the hole As there is a <laughs> Behind it Can you roll me the damage for a crack grenade, sir? Crack grenade? Which is 2d10 plus 4. 2d10 plus 4. Oh, that's a good one. That is quite a good one. So, 27. 27. Oh. What? 10, 6. Wow. Oh, yeah. Was one of them a 10? No, uh, oh. no 27, sorry, 17. Not 27. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to work out how you... <laughs> yeah. 24 would be the max. <laughs> 17. Yeah. 17. Basically, as this thing falls back, there is this... And it's a slightly wet, 
and this fountain of gore as the chest sort of blasts open and the sort of you see the ribs this rib this sort of semi-fused rib cage sort of distends outwards and there is this just fountain of blood and bits of internal organ and viscera just explodes up and outwards as this thing topples backwards into the hole and it just showers the entire area around four let's see how far Ooh, it showers around for a nice um about 25 meters around the room it basically it's the most of the yeah it's, it's a good depth of the room and quite a large stretch of the sort of outlying bit Pretty much all of you get splattered in some way, shape, or form with just falling bits of goo. They also on fire. Um, <laughs> flaming bits of goo. Damn it, flaming bits of goo. There's, there might be a few bits that are smouldering, uh, but it ha- nothing's really going to set you on on fire. If you if you want a nice analogy, um, the for all of you who've seen Starship Troopers, the um, <laughs> the grenade into the bug. That's effectively what has just happened, but with something a little bit more humanoid. So there's a bit more... And this thing does... It's definitely vaguely... I mean, there's definitely... There's a large chunk of lung goes flying. Let's put it that way. You are all sort of spattered in various bits of gore and viscera as the, the body of this thing sort of just vanishes back. And as it drops back, you hear a sort of wet thump and a splatting sound from the hole as it as the remains of this thing just sort of drop into the into the hole the priest sort of as you're supporting him sort of he he sort of seems to sort of come round with your with your support and he sort of le- he sort of moves towards the edge and sort of goes to look down into it and just sort of spits over the edge <laughs> um, and sort of and turns away and sort of turns back to you and goes it is indeed true brother the emperor's brilliance burns all those who deserve who burns all of those and drops them back into the darkness they deserve thank you for your help we should see to those outside the shock to the flock to the shock to my flock may be greater and they will need our help will you help me indeed <laughs> i thank so. you and he, he sort of looks around and he goes i thank you all your intervention here is timely it is almost emperor given to find such protectors of the Emperor's light here at our hour of need. I hope that we may come to know each other better and that I may do something to help you in return for the help that you have given me and those I protect in his name. He turns and looks at the thing. Is that you, Magos? Say beep boop. <laughs> <laughs> Just back up slowly. <laughs> Just trundle away. 
Just uh, binary blurt at him. I'm here under the uh, watchful gaze of the Magos. Then I thank you. Then I thank the. I thank you for your intervention. I know that we do not always see eye to eye, but in the darkness we both stand against the things from the depths. It is good to know that you do stand. Thank you. May the Emperor's light bless you if it is his will and the Omnissiah's to do so. And he's there, he then sort of, he starts coughing and there's a slight sort of aspiration of, you see sort of a slight mm-hmm. blood, aspiration of blood coming out and as, as he sort of dabs away, he sort of dabs his um, sort of sleeve on it. And as you as you've sort of helped him up, you can see that there are definite tattoos down his arms, and they are definite imperial, definitely imperial guard, ish, like issue tattoos. Can you two give me perception texts, please, Rex and Gaius? That's my jam. Five, three Fair degrees. Fair enough. You get a good look at one of these tattoos, and give me a common law in war test. Because I know you've got that one. I do. Yes, 19. 19. So that's the... Two degrees. You recognise the the image, and it's quite a a common one on soldiers um, that have fought in a particular campaign. It's, um, It's one for soldiers who have fought on... Uh, the it's quite a common one for soldiers that fought on the edge of the um, Calaxis sector, which is the nearby, which you are part of, or on the edge of. Yeah. Um, and it would suggest that he has been in the military in some form, whether that was as a soldier or a military chaplain. But he has he is obviously been a soldier and he has been involved in probably one of the biggest local sort of warf- air- periods of warfare which is still going on and has been rumbling on now for about 180 years so it's starting to get into its stride by certain imperial standards um, they've settled in for the long war on this particular front um, so he has he's definitely he's definitely a, a, has been a fighting man the um creature mm-hmm. was it like well can i have any like can i have another go at a you can idea, you, if you want to have another or... go at identifying it you can yep nope <laughs> um, no. but it was alive it was alive and it wasn't like particularly it it didn't seem to be there was nothing Unnatural. on it that there was nothing on it that suggested mutation of something else. It looked like a creature, so it is probably some form of Xenos creature rather than a mutated human. Cool. Um, I'm gonna get my hunting knife and stick it in a lump and like give it a sniff. It there is a definite there's a tang of it's quite a, an irony bloody smell. It's quite a deep brown colour. 
sort of, and it's very what well, the bits that drop off are viscous. It's quite thick. Cool. I'm keeping um, this. It smells of sort of iron, but there's a definite hint of it's that sewage smell that you can smell coming out from the hole. There's a sort of hint of it in the flesh. Mm-hmm. So this thing obviously spent a lot of time around it to it for almost basically to become ingrained in it. Um, can I take some samples in a sample bag? If if you've got sample bags with you, I'm an arbiter. You've, you've probably got something. Bags. You've got an evidence bag of some description. Yeah, basically, yeah, little, little plastic baggies. Tip out the enough. spice that was in it, and then you can fill up the stuff. Uh, I'd like to say to the priest, uh, like, uh, allow my companion to tend to your wounds, and I will see to your congregation. Um, Seeing that he's yeah, yes. kind of motion to flex. <laughs> Do not worry. The injury. <laughs> I am not. I am not injured. This is an old problem, one that I bear with the Emperor's grace. My flock is the greater charge now. Later I can see to myself when I have seen to them. Come, we need to give them hope again. Will you join me? I did actually evaluate him medically. I Mm -hmm. don't have Medicaid trained, or even a basic, but I did roll an 11. (laughs) <laughs> no, I have no. When you were yeah, Lex, go check him. You were so good with the cardinal. Yes. <laughs> well, I can see red stuff coming out, and I know how to stop red stuff coming out. But I actually yeah. looking at it particularly because I saw the blood coming out. That is, it's it, this was is it half half. I pass by no degrees. <laughs> I really want you to give him a medical check. <laughs> I've got medical. It's, it's you're it's, a servitor at the moment, though. Oh yeah, rubbish. <laughs> it's an ass. Yeah, the, the system, the system's all gone I, into can I just, cool down, um, okay. and the weapons have deactivated, <laughs> and it is sort of it's almost on autopilot, re- turning around trundling and trundling back. back. Can I just attempt to persuade him? Just to, like ten seconds. You can just attempt to, to, to make persuade sure, him because he had a knockdown. You can, you can, you can attempt. I don't know. And we can always shoot him in the kneecaps. <laughs> um, I have pure ecclesiarchy. <laughs> yeah. Can you do it with a last one? Okay. <laughs> I passed by three degrees. He's opposing roll. This is exciting. Oh, no. I passed the opposing. By three degrees. <laughs> so who wins? Well, no recaps. one. I'm guessing he's probably quite set in his way of what he wants to do. A little bit, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, to be honest, I probably would have placed a hand on him to steady him while mm-hmm. I checked him. Uh, he 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 sort of he, he looks at you and he sort of he nods and then goes, "Come, we should." Did I go. see anything wrong with him? You can you on, can, my, on my path. You can to get you can you can certainly see <laughs> see sort of a slight blood speckling his lip, and if you put your hand sort of on his yeah, shoulder I, on his back, you can sort of as he as he moves away, you, you sort of feel him sort of breathe, and there's a definite sort of wheeze. not so much a wheeze, but there's a sort of stiffness in the movement of his breathing. It, it's almost like. He's got. He might have some respiratory problem. He's definitely. He's. He's got. You think he's got some sort of respiratory problem? That means he can't breathe very well, which is quite impressive when you think that mm. the singing and the voice that you've heard come out of him. But there's a definite. There's a little bit of a crackle in the voice now, as well. It's. A, it's, it's sounding tired. Um. But he. He does. He sort of draws himself up and he sort of. He walks off towards the doors without any sort of limp, and as he sort of. If you sort of as you 
I'm guessing you guys are going to follow him. I am, but I'm putting... The, the gun is basically going back into its hidden... Sort of back Are there any traders in this square, or was that in the other that one? That was one further away. Yeah. There's a few little street traders. But this is... this is There aren't... It's not many. And the ones that are there... The ones that... The one or two that you saw there did seem to be trading in technology stuff, which would make sense, being outside the Mechanica Shrine. Yeah, I was looking for the barbecue guy. <laughs> no, he was he was back away, I'm afraid. What? It's fresh. <laughs> uh, um, but he, he, sort of, he's, he sort of walks towards the door, and as he gets close to the door, you see him sort of draw himself up and sort of just steady himself. So it's sort of, you can see this sort of... You can see him putting on this sort of pers- cloak, this sort of persona of the calm, unf- sort of unflat, un- <coughs> unworried, secure in his faith cleric. And he, uh, he sort of steps out into the, into the doorway and sort of raises his hands up and, go, and basically goes, Ave Imperator, mm-hmm. uh, and makes the sign of the Aquila above his head. And you just hear this echo back. As voices start to sing, and as the voices swell outside, and you walk towards the door, will fade to black and leave it there for tonight. They're a bunch of keeners, aren't they? <laughs> they are indeed. They are indeed. So I hope you all enjoyed that. Yeah. I hope everyone watching enjoyed seeing our acolytes come across something unexpected, unexpected and not quite big and nasty. Although. Um, they certainly put enough firepower into it to deal with it quite efficiently. I will say this: I am very glad that none of you took a hit from this from the uh, armor that thing. It was quite nasty. But I hope you all enjoyed that. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and yeah, just a quick reminder. Obviously, check out the links below. Check out all the links below, or check out all of the collection stuff. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. In a few days, though, um, we'll, Pete will be returning with the his Dungeons and Dragon D and D Planescape, the Dark Cage. and of course there are the other games that are still running as well: Star Trek, Star Morpheus, Trek Morpheus, Scion, and Scion, and um, obviously the back catalogue of everything else that is done. So, hope that you all enjoy that, and that you all come back and join us again on the Edge of the Emperor's Light another time. Bye. 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 Bye.